No, you didn't. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dugout Podcast. Um, you're here with Ryan or Scouse, Benny, Jack, and Cal. How we doing, boys? Good lad. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad at all. Doing good. Just um, we got two weeks of football to catch up on because um, we had the midweek games and the weekend games. So we're going to recap the last two rounds. What rounds were they exactly? Uh, they were. Four and five. five. Yeah. So game week four and five. And the transfer window shut yesterday too. So we're going to do our analysis on that and explain why Fabio Carvalho was the best signing of the season. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, uh, no, we'll just... last minute goals. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then we'll just finish up with the predictions at the end. And I guess we'll flow into our first game for game week four that we're touching on. Game week number four starts off with an absolute barn burner at St. Mary's Stadium of Manchester United and Southampton. Mm -hmm. Uh, Building on the form of obviously us beating Liverpool the week before, we went out and murdered them in the first half and then proceeded to shit ourselves for the second, it felt (laughs) like. Clinging on to hope and desperation. But another three points in the bag away from home. What change in the second half? I don't think I don't think it was that much different. No, I just think we just, inv- I mean, the way we're playing at the moment, we're inviting quite a bit of pressure yeah. to hit on the break <coughs> a little bit. It's, it is similar to Ollie's old style, in a way that he used to break, sit in and break. But yeah, the way we're doing it, we're way more structured, yeah. way more. I think I think what Ten Hag's doing is he's trying to build us from. He's I think he's realised after the first two games that we've. Absolutely no idea what we're doing. So he's, he's starting it right at the beginning, which is the back line. And he's getting us defensively structured, which is what we looked like mm. for once. Um, Martinez and Brian, once again, looking really good. Way to go. Yeah. No Maguire for three weeks. No. And like, three wins. And Fred. What a coincidence. <laughs> no, yeah. Fred's still been making fucking cameo appearances. Comes on, he, he hasn't started, does he? I don't mind Fred, though. I don't He's alright. <laughs> it's just when he plays with McTominay, which we, I don't think we'll see anymore anyway, because of Casemiro's appearance. I mean, was every game since we bought Casemiro, at some point we've had a McFred midfield for at least twenty minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> why? To see out a game though. Yeah, why? why is Donny not playing? Exactly. Like we've got so much better midfielders sat on the bench. Why the fuck is Fred and McTominay on the pitch at the same time? Especially when McTominay still starts games. Yeah. Is Donny shit? Like, what's going on? He couldn't even start. Oh, so no, he's so good. He's decent. So what's he's going not, on? I, I think what will happen is as we actually fall into Ten Hag system, Donny will feature more and more because Donny tries to play football. Yeah. And at the yeah. minute, we're kind of not doing that as much. But I don't mind us not doing it because we're getting results. Yeah. And we actually look decent when we do start playing football. It's exactly like Ben said. It's just taking us back yeah. to basics, starting from our defense. The exact same thing we argued about a few weeks ago. Yeah. In that he's not trying to play it out the back every time now. They don't mind yeah. lumping it into the corners and making something happen from there. I think our argument, pretty much, he would have been having in his own head. It's yeah. like, we, the, he started the, the, I mean, we had an unreal preseason, obviously. Yeah. Started the first two games trying to play his football, play out from the back, sort of build play, yeah. and realise that we can't do that. Yeah. Because we just, because we have so Harry fucking Maguire far away, away from it. Like, yeah, don't throw yourself on this shit. Yeah. I guess yeah. it's good though, building on positives. At least there's actually a transition happening. Yeah. Yeah. Manchester at the moment, not just, yeah, week after week, just watching the struggle, Sadness, then one week yeah. of hope, and then going in the same circles. I, I think the theme is, oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think it's good that you're not 
just flogging teams like because I know in the past like you play bad for running games and you'll flog a team yeah yeah and it will just go back to bad. It's good now like there's actual gradual slowly like a one nil and then what was it two one. I think that's a lot of what Ten Hag's doing as well. I think because I I run a games the last couple has been fairly chill. You know, so Liverpool was obviously a big game, but then Southampton and a struggle in Leicester, which we'll talk about later. But like they're the type of games where you can kind of take your foot off the attacking a bit and invite that little bit of extra pressure yeah. because you always know you're going to get the chance to build into the game again. Mm. Um, so I think he's very clever because like Southampton especially, it was a game we could have gone out and murdered them in. Like yeah, we, Maybe, we yeah. turned it on them a few times and it was like, oh shit, we could do I, something here. I see, I personally think we need to get away from thinking that because we're not, I feel like where we are at the moment, we're not a team that can fucking do that. Like once every blue moon, we might put like turn up and just absolutely smoke a team, but we need to start thinking of ourselves as more of a mid-table team because that's how we play. Yeah. And that's how we're, we've been coached. So I think I think Ten Hag sees that. <laughs> Having a bit of trouble, Jackie. Oh, yeah. Um, Ten Hag <laughs> well, sees that. It. Realizes that um, he needs to go back to back to the start. Get us defensively sound. Once once we know, because it, it is frustrating to me to me at times watching us, because I feel like sometimes when we are inviting pressure after being one nil up, and we get the ball in the back line and they just hoof it. Yeah, it's like man, just keep the like if you just keep, keep the ball bit, for yeah. five minutes, like you know they they're not going to get you near you. You yeah. know what I mean? Take like the sting out of them. But you know at least. It'll come though. We, and the main thing is we're playing like this and still picking up points. Yeah, and they're, solid, they're scrappy points to be picking up, which is even better, I think, yeah. rather than us going out winning 3-0 and then having <clears> to chill. Like getting that 1-0 and then, um, you know, having to fight for it for 70-odd minutes, I think yeah. is the way forward for us. Yeah. Anyway. We're getting chances too. That's the other thing. Their goal was unbelievable, I thought, in the in the Southampton game. Oh, yeah. It was such a nice goal. Dallow looks a fucking whole new player under turn up, to be honest. Is that Bruno's volley? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's an good. unreal stretch to get there too. Yeah. But it's a really good finish. But we had other chances too. It's not like... It's not like we're just sitting deep like, on a, like a Burnley no. used to do or something like that and just getting starved with the ball. We had chances. We looked decent. And it's a clean sheet at the end of the day. It's a, it's a good three points. <laughs> also, loved Southampton. We obviously touched last week on them. Um, some of their players, uh, Joel Aribo, Lavia, like looking Very immense good. and firing. Um, Bella Kochat was absolutely yeah, outstanding was. in this game against us. So impressive. For, I think he's still under 20 years old or something. Could have been two I or didn't, three without him. I didn't realise Lavia's. Yeah. yeah, first he, ever Premier League He is so good. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's why I sing his praises okay. so much. I can't believe how calm he is for an 18-year-old. Yeah. So I think Bella Kotchap's 18 as well. Yeah, Bella Kotchap is super young. So Southampton's squad, I think they're going to take Arsenal's uh, record of the youngest squad in the Premier League if they... Well, they have offloaded a few more. Their yeah. academy is just so good. Like, the way they can produce players, but also... Transform players into that next level as well. Yeah, they got a really good system. They're buying from academies, which is a really yeah, that's cool transfer policy. Yeah, it's weird. It's different. I like to yeah, see it. It's and it's working. Like yeah. credit to them, they're picking up points. Uh, it's giving young players an opportunity as well mm. to actually take that next step. Yeah, it's Unlike, really good for football. Yeah, yeah. Unlike the club that we'll touch on now, uh, Chelsea versus Leicester City. Can I sorry before we yeah. move on? Can I say something about United? Um, it was. It's more about Ten Hag. What you were saying before, like these foreign managers come in and 
and realise they have to adapt to the Premier League. Like, obviously, you bring your style, but the Premier League is the Premier League, and you have to you have to tweak things here and there yeah. to to get good. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You don't play half-ass yeah. teams in the Premier League. Yeah. Whereas a few of the Dutch teams or whatever teams that have come yeah. across German teams, whatever, you can have off weeks. Like if you're a yeah. Bayern Munich, you don't have to play still your win, superstars. Yeah. yeah, you just win four. Ten Hag would yeah. know that too. I think I think he would have got a false sense of security after the preseason we had. Yeah. I think that's what would have happened. He went in. We had the gel we did with Martial up top. He starts the first two games without Tony, and then it's just it just went to shambles. Really. It is, it, it is massive to have Ronaldo in that front line instead of Tony because the way we play now is so fluid in that front three. Like, they all swap and overlap, and you can't really do that when Cristiano's on the pitch. Yeah, feel for him. I thought against um, – oh, we're not talking about it yet, so I'll, I'll hold it. But yeah. he, he's definitely made an impact coming off the bench in both games, I thought. Mm. Um, one thing I'll say about Rashford, he's not a striker. I think I see, I see his values, but – He doesn't have the finishing, given that. He but the runs the, he makes are – He doesn't – yeah, he, he he the runs he makes in behind are mm. very good. The runs he makes to the to feet are not enough and not yeah. good. They're not good enough. He, it was like when Nunes played against um, Palace. Yeah, you know, that was my biggest criticism of him. He didn't play like a like a striker. Should doesn't play as a number nine. Plays yeah. as like a yeah. still a, wing, a central winger, which doesn't yeah. make any sense. But it's the style of play. But the one time Rashford did come to feet, I believe, was the one the goal. He come to feet. Dello, I think Dello missed him. Oh, Dallow got the ball down the line and I think Rashford dropped it, went down to Dallow and Dallow crossed it in. But it creates holes. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that's the thing. There was another good chance for Scott McTominay when he did the exact same thing, dropped off for feet, and Scott McTominay ran from the midfield and had that volley. Mm. Um, shit volley, but it was another chance. And that, yeah. that's where you create chances. When teams set up to, like Southampton's and, and Leicester's and other teams like that do – to mark the striker out of the game, that striker needs to create space for other other players mm. around him, which he doesn't do. Well, I think that's a good thing now about bringing Anthony in <coughs> is that the wide areas are kind of taken now. So yeah. there's Rashi and Tony, when Tony's fit again, are going to have to actively fight for that first team spot. And I think, to be honest, once Martial's fit, I'll probably get the nod over Rashi for the first few, but might get him back in it. Like he looks like a like the Rashi we know and love again this season. Yeah. If he gets that fire and that drive again, he's going to come on. And then we'll see the potential come out of the two of them because they're both still young and talented strikers. Do you think that um, goal he scored against Liverpool, like the Omri style one, do you think that was like a detriment to him? Because I feel like when people think of Rashford, they think he's going to be the exact thing. You know what I mean? Like that kind of... Like in behind. Like, so like people have like that subconscious like um, expectation of him to be like that. And when they don't see him play like that, they're just criticising shit on him. Um. I don't, of his I don't think it's his on-the-pitch performance that gets to him. I think it's all the stuff he does off the pitch affects his on-the-pitch performance, you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, more so for like the viewer's standpoint. Like People view Rashford as being that type of player. I don't I don't think so. I think I think he um, made such big strides when he first burst on the scene. Mm. Yeah. And I think the big thing for viewers, myself included, is he's not progressed. Yeah. For three, well, two, two or three seasons, he definitely he's been in that yeah. first first team and I think the first two seasons he had were his best seasons yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean like he hasn't gone forward which is no. when you're a young prospect with what he had which is just massive amounts of pace he's got that finishing quality can hit a dead ball like crazy mm. like Deli Alley. yeah they've got the talent 
but they just need honing in their skills. Yeah. And he has not had that at, a, at all. So that's why he gets the criticism, in my opinion. He also suffers a lot because he's not really had any managers who have been yeah. like, right. He's had... Take him under his wing. Yeah, sort of he's thing. had Mourinho who was like, well, we just need a striker this week on your hop. And obviously he had great debuts and what have you. But Mourinho was never going to take him under his wing and be like, right, let's make you world class today. Um, Solskjaer isn't that guy. Yeah. He's not... He's a great man manager, but he's not a talent grower as such. Yeah. And Ranick definitely isn't. Well, he probably would be, but as we discussed, the problem with Ranick was nobody gave a fuck because he was a caretaker manager. He was always going to be out the door. Mm. His biggest influence was probably Zlatan. Yeah. Mm. That, the seasons yeah, under Ibra were massive because <coughs> he had a, a senior figure there. But then obviously, I think he was in with the Pogba, Lukaku bullshit, yeah. which yeah. definitely didn't help him. I think it's hard to being a United player because you just you get grouped into categories of mm. just caring about other shit over football. Yeah. When it, in his head he's probably, you know, dedicated as hell to the game and you know. Yeah. Well, this season he definitely looks it because he looks like a new man. Yeah, he does. I think that's good because you've gotten rid of some fucking dead shit personalities now yeah. out yeah. of the team. Yeah. Slowly wean them out. Yeah, definitely. But I think like players like. Especially Pogba, I think it was a huge one to go. So I feel like he had a massive influence in that team, like behind the scenes. Yeah, definitely. So he was probably like the fucking cool dude of the team. So everyone probably yeah. wanted to try and, you know, yeah. impersonate yeah. what he did. And it's I feel like. me at Bribey. <laughs> He's sort of the, the leader in the wrong side. So everyone's a dickhead then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm the cool dude. <laughs> but yeah, like Pogba too was a weird one because he was there as a youth. So they all knew each other. Like, so they would have gone back to that childhood mentality like they had all those yeah. years separate yeah. where they all became class and then come back and it's back to just being fuck around little kids so well, even Lingard everyone had, like I, I disliked him for a long time but once he left like you can see he's shaped his head better now yeah oh, he shaped his head better at the end towards like at the end of his United career as well mm. there was just that weird period like 2016 to 2018 yeah. where Man United just seemed like a fucking TikTok football club so Whereas it's good to see Millie the transition. The Emirates, mate. Yeah. Should we um, move on? Yeah. So, oh, we'll do our um, predictions Shall for this lose? game. So... We won't talk long about a 1-0 game. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're massive club, mate. We've got lots to talk about. So, oh, fucking... There hell. is a lot happening at United at the moment. Yeah. So, it is. Yeah, so it is. Scarcity, you had 2-2. Um, Jackie, you had 2-1 United. Benny, you had 3-1 United. And I had one all. So only a couple of points picked up from us in that one. Um, next on our list is Brentford versus Everton. A one-all draw at Brentford Stadium. Stinker, this one. Yeah, not much to talk about. It was no. very bang average performance from both teams. It was um, like just a, the best way to put it, just listen back to our episode the week before around Villa versus Everton. Yeah, it was kind of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two teams. Once again, though, Everton grinding out. Sort of low low scoring games. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time for Frank. There's positives there to take from. Yeah. You know, when he gets his squad back, it'll be better, I suppose. But in the meantime, they just Everton fans unlucky. Your team's shit. You've made some decent signings. Yeah. They have done like some good business and they've got rid of some good some good dead weights in the in the mm. change room. But yeah. Brentford again, thought they would have kicked on this game. Mm. They haven't. Yeah. yeah. They're a tough one. 
Yeah. So you'd think after a 4-0 battering of United, they'd spur, that'd spur them on. If anything, that's a good thing for us, though, because it just shows how fucking rubbish we were that week and that yeah. that's an anomaly week. Like, that won't happen again. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fucking knock on wood. By the way, Anthony Gordon, two goals in his last two games. Yeah. Those are 70 mil. He's, <laughs> he's really earning that fucking... You know, that before, Chelsea. before that, he... Um, I think he'd only scored one goal in the Premier League. Against Manchester United. That he meant. He, I think he had three goals in total and two of them were like deflections. Or <laughs> yeah. And, and that, w- that was when he was getting the 60 million pound rumours. Oh, I was like, fuck. I'm fucking hard, lunacy. But hats off to him. Yeah, Getting goals. Too. Go to Chelsea for fucking 80 million under the year. Fantastic. Yeah. He looks like a rat. Of course, he's a woolly back. Two scouts is linked up for that goal then. Just did Tony score too? Connor Cody got hey. the um, assist. Nice. So yeah, we'll just skip straight to our picks yeah. for that one. Scouts and Jackie both had it 2-1 in the favour of Brentford. Benny had it 1-0 Brentford and I had it 2-1 Everton. So oh. no points on that one for any of us. Yeah, I thought shame. Brentford were going to take that. We're literally all around the actual result. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brighton versus Leeds. This was a good game. Good game. Yeah, very it's good game. two good teams, you know. Leeds have really kicked um, on a bit. Um, and they're both like fluid attacking teams when they're both playing their style mm. too. So it's about always interesting watching like a Brighton-Leeds game. Just a, a little 1-0 win for Brighton down at the Amex. Um, there was chances though. Both Both yeah. teams... Had other chances, I think. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I remember Leeds having a really good chance. Is this the game in which Rodrigo went down injured, dislocated his shoulder? It could have been. It might have been because I don't think it happened on the weekend. They just no. went because I didn't see any news. About yeah. It. So Rodrigo's now out. He was obviously well, Leeds' big not. goal scorer. Actually, no. Because he stayed didn't. On. He, st- he stayed on. Oh, okay. But well, yeah. Just Gray on the bench. Let's find out this myth. <laughs> oh, that's such a great conspiracy. Anyone has mentioned is, is Gray there? <laughs> is he even a real person? We still don't know. It's still simulation. Nah, he weren't on the bench. Oh. Yeah. Where's the like X Files um, audio? The X Files, yeah. We need to know. I'm surprised. I'm so surprised at how well Leeds are gelling for how fresh their team is. Like, you got three. Brand new faces in that midfield. In their, their two holding and then Brendan Aronson. And then they've got Christensen at right back as well. They've got four first-team players all brand new to their squad. And yeah. they're, they're all... And they've all come on and started strongly. Just, yeah, they yeah. just look like they've played together for, for a long a long period of time. That's good because Leeds needed that exactly in their midfield too and they've done the business and yeah. saw that out. So good ha- on them. Hats off to uh, Brighton though. And yeah. Potter, got it right. Every week we yeah. sing Brian Pot, uh, Graham Potter's praises because he is just a marvellous man. And Gross, yeah. Grosser. Gross. Gross started again. Started. Yeah, started the season very Another well. goal. He's doing really well. I think he falls away, but... Yeah, almost certainly. Just because like Just about when we fucking... <laughs> when I put him in my <laughs> FPL is when Gross stopped scoring goals, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Predictions? Predictions. So... Scash, you had it 2-1 to Brighton. Jackie, you had it 2-all. Benny, you had it 2-1 Brighton, and I had it 3-1 Leeds. I'm happy to go it right. Same. Yeah. So what I do, son. It's about time you got some right, Benny. Um, <laughs> Chelsea versus Leicester. Oh, you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying earlier, um, when you talk about a team that hates using youth players, Chelsea FC, obviously we'll get to their transfer policies at the end of this, 
just a bizarre game for Chelsea. Um, yeah. A 2-1 win. I think it was the Kula Valley red card. No, it was the game before. This one was the Gallagher red card. Gallagher red card. Yeah. yeah. Just a weird game. Weird right. club Chelsea look, at the minute. Yeah, they look in all sorts, to be yeah. honest. They don't look settled. They look so shaky, just mm, in yeah. every aspect. We talk about managers that are uh, potentially losing their jobs. Um, I, I think throw a shout. I throw a shout in the very first episode. And I think if two, I said because I predicted Chelsea to come six, and I said if if Chelsea don't do well, Tuchel is in that conversation. He's definitely in that conversation now because you know they picked up the points here, but it's not very exciting. It's not very impressive. No. It's, and it's Leicester. Like Leicester have not started well. Mm. They're at bottom. home as well. Leicester at bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, both Chelsea, these managers are, are in the mud. In the mud. Mm. Like obviously Sterling saved them with two goals, mm. but yeah, like look at that. Less had seventeen shots to Chelsea's seven. It's definitely not convincing. No. Is how I would put it, I think. Little shout out for Raheem Sterling too for getting into that team and yeah. <laughs> immediately throwing them on his fucking back. Yeah, like yeah. about Sterling, like they they'd be struggling really hard because yeah. obviously we'll talk about Sterling after in their next game, but. Yeah, he's really taking that team by the scruff of the neck. Mm. It'd be yeah. interesting to see how he links up with the Bamiang now. Yeah, and yeah, true. If he'll make much of a difference. Yeah. And also Cucurella too. I haven't seen much of him. No, he's not been He's been okay. He's been steady, but I he's think he's not been the seventy or eighty million, whatever they Yeah, I think him. the yeah. problem is with Cucurella is Chilwell's very good in that Chelsea side. Mm. And they miss Chilwell, I think, when Cucurella plays. Like yeah. Chilwell's just more adapted to that team, the way they play. He's been there longer. He knows how they how they work. I think they missed what Chilwell brings when Cucurella plays. Mm. Nothing on Cucurella. I think Cucurella, it's just, you know, first sort of few game jitters. But I think once he grows in the team, he'd do better. My big thing, the big thing for me is Mason Mount not really hitting Hasn't the ground started. running. You know, he had a really good season last year. Yeah. I and did nothing but sing his praises he's, to start of the year too. And well, he's their big player in my opinion. Like I look at that Chelsea team, Mason Mount's the one. Mason Mount's the, their their big big star, I think. Yeah, like a James Madison at Leicester or someone like that. Mason Mount is the is the hub of Chelsea, and he's just had a bad start to the season. I think that it will not last that long. I think he'll start kicking off soon and start yeah producing mm. some numbers. I feel like or, are they still playing like that three four three? Um. No, nah, they're playing. Looks like they're playing four at the back because, yeah, do they have any other defenders? Yeah, they sort of switch in between, don't they? He's pushing to a four because he did that the first mm. few games. He did play a three four three, but yeah, yeah, that is one one thing I actually did want to mention was why he's doing that. Why he's pushing to a four? Because um, they got rid of Rudiger. Rudiger didn't work in a two, but he does really well on a three. So now that they've not, and they also don't have fast centre backs now by losing Rudiger. They've got Koulibaly and Thiago Silva. There's Chalaba, but Chalaba's well. Why is yeah. why is Kovacic not playing? I literally, I thought he was their best midfielder last season. Yeah, their midfield's all over the <laughs> shot. Like they got Kante's injured. Kovacic should be starting. Loftus Cheek has been playing. Jorginho. <laughs> yeah, but Jorginho is like shit. Yeah. He's like fucking two shells or pet rabbit man. He just, does yeah. not get out of that team. Yeah. Rat, but because he's a fucking dickhead. Rat. I feel like, yeah, he has to be dropped for Kovacic. I reckon, yeah. They're different players, but, like, Jorginho's a, 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 a tempo player. Like, he controls the tempo of the game, whereas you need a runner next to him, I think. That's what Kante, Kovacic, Gallagher all provide. Yeah. So, if anyone come out, I think it's Gallagher, who did but, get the red yeah. card. And did then got injured. Did he not? 
No, you just got two Kovacic yellows. didn't even start the week after with Gallagher's red card. Didn't he? No. Which is weird. I feel oh. sorry for Gallagher with the red. Like, yeah. The, the second yeah. yellow he got was um, Leicester were breaking. It wasn't soft. It was a definite oh. yellow. And His first one was soft. One of them was soft. Like now yeah, I think the first one, one was, was fucking bit. dead soft. When you're in the moment, you have to, he had you, to. You sort of need to break the play down there because yeah. they're gonna score. But. Yeah, yeah. You feel about in my head. Why is he the last one? Yeah, why is he the last one? Yeah, I know, but yeah. you would think push him as second last and have someone else drop just in yeah. case of that. Well, again, I think it's the fact they've got no legs in that back line. Yeah, <laughs> well, they've got no other than Cucurella. True. So I think when they bought Cucurella, they were going to play back three with Cucurella being a centre back, but it just doesn't work. Well, I think I think Cucurella going forward is is like that's yeah. that's where you get the best out of him. Mm. Well, there's so. a reason Man City wanted him to yeah. play that Zinchenko role of midfield wing back. Yeah. What was our predictions? Our predictions were you and Jackie both had it two 0 to Chelsea. Benny, you had it two one to Chelsea. Woo-hoo. Get in there. And I had it 3-1 Chelsea. So, you know, we all went the same way. Benny got the nod. Um, the next game is obviously the one you two nerds want to talk about. <laughs> I suppose if you want to talk about oh, smashing the relegation team. This uh, guy. Liverpool oh. at home to Bournemouth in what can only be described as one of the most Slaughter. impressive first halves in the Premier League. The highest ever halftime score for a Premier League match, I think I read. Yeah, yeah. 5-0 at halftime. A 9-0 battering of Scott Parker's Bournemouth, which ultimately resulted in him getting a sack. That's so rough. We'll start there because we'll we'll, we'll sing Liverpool's praises later. I think Parker should have got the sack. Like, if you look at his opposition that he's faced in the first four games building up to this. (laughs) Literally, like, three of the top six and Aston Villa, which he got a result against. I don't think it's the results that got him the sack, though. It's what he said. said. You can't come out and say what he said. But, to be fair... I mean, you can. Can, you can when they haven't them. done the business. Yeah, but you no, no, you can't because that's what will happen. They'll sack you. Nah, that's it's piss poor from Bournemouth to be honest. No, yeah, this is why, as a fan, you get frustrated when when managers don't say what you're thinking. Like managers hide things for a reason because that they're contracted by the owners of the club. Mm. If you start slating the owners of the club. It's just like you slating your boss in real life. They're going to sack you. It's but just he how did, it he works. He didn't slate him. He, didn't he just slate him. said he we're slated their business. He, said, he just said we're under-equipped for yeah, this division. Which is, <laughs> which is a, that's a very political way of saying <laughs> yeah. the owners haven't gone out and done enough business. Exactly. It's like the owners are dickheads. Not yeah. no, but money. It, all he said is we're a bit under-equipped. Like <laughs> you can't sack you a can, manager. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you, well, I mean, you can because they've done it. But from a morality standpoint, and who are they going to get in next? Somebody is just going to fucking suck them off. Don't say it. Sean Dyche that's that's Sean Dyche that's They've crazy. just sacked Scott Parker For talking shit Sean Dyche Talks the most shit <laughs> What? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. For three years at Burnley He was saying We haven't made any signings I'd love some money To make some signings It would be great To have a couple yeah. signings Yeah but he also Kept them up With, with nothing Well so. how do we know Scott Parker wouldn't Exactly so he got batted 9-0 Fucking Liverpool. But they've all got and games against teams around them now. Yeah. Which, if they start picking up results, exactly. the owners look like... like I think that has fucked Bournemouth now because now the manager's gone. Like, there's going to be no, like, fluid within the team no. because new manager's no. going to come in, new systems, and new players going to be and starting. And the new manager isn't even in yet. The transfer window's just closed, which means that new manager has Scott Parker's players. Yeah. Look, I... It's got the same... Such thing. a bad... Yeah. I don't position. agree with it, but... 
I disagree with the fact that it's not the right decision. I think if he's coming out saying that they're not um, they're not equipped to play a top Premier League team, he obviously he does not rate the players he has. The window has just shut. Are you going to keep him on board for a whole season? I mean, when his players know that he thinks that they're not good enough to play in that league. You don't think they've had, like, we discussed this. I think they've had conversations in the back room and been like, yeah. look, lads. Yeah, of course, but that doesn't help. That doesn't help. help. They're not getting any signings. So why why not? They, what they need is a manager that come in and says, look, I believe in you boys. Like, you boys can keep us up. And he probably you does do that. He, yeah. All he said was that we're under-equipped. That's all he said. Which is exactly the opposite of that, which is saying that they're not good enough. I mean, they're not. They lost 9-0 and then 4-0. Yeah, which is right for it. us to say that. But we had this conversation three, two, three weeks ago when I spoke about, I think I spoke to you about what what he says going into that dressing room after the battle. Yeah, it was last city. week. We were talking about you, the city yeah. game last week. Yeah. Well, how many times have you had managers come to press conference after the game like we just weren't good enough? Like managers say that type of shit all the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we weren't good enough on the day. Yeah. You don't go in and say we're under-equipped. We haven't signed who we need to sign. Yep. The level difference. Yeah, under equipped to play well, against well, the top six. Yeah, sure. But you've already picked up a result against Aston Villa. You don't have to worry about the top six. Like saying you're under equipped to play against the top six is almost like a yeah, no shit with fucking Bournemouth. Of course yeah. we're under equipped. Mm-hmm. He just came out and said it. Yeah. The fact that they got rid of him when he's got a result against Villa and they've now got easier games coming up. They they had the potential to pick up points these next couple of weeks. Now they don't. Now they'll probably go down and they're going to go down in potentially the same fashion that Derby did when they got like 10 points in a season. That was Sheffield. Oh, actually. No, it was Derby. Yeah. So like now what? Now they're just like, at least with Scott Parker, he's in there. He was in them with their best ever season last year in the championship. He was the one that got them that. Mm. They've come in, they've lost to three of the top six. Fair enough. He got absolutely battered. But what do you expect? They've also got their captain out injured at the minute. Lloyd Kelly, their centre-back. And uh, Selene Kay, who scored like 30-plus goals last season, has been injured. Yeah. He's just come back now. So you're a depleted team. You are under-equipped. I I, to say that you can't come out and say that is like, well, what's the point of having interviews anymore then? Yeah, let's literally. Spin it off. Like, let's just have robots do it. Like, Wilf Zaha, I think the night before last, and obviously not against this Palace game, but the game coming up that we're going to talk about he came out and he was like, we just weren't good enough. We didn't do what the manager said at all. Everyone's fucking like... So I see nothing wrong with that. But a manager coming out and saying that his team is not equipped to deal with a Premier League side is just, for me, that's, you know... I, I, don't, I think maybe harsh to sack him. I don't, and I don't agree with what they, how they went about it, but... Yeah, but he's reacting to the situation. Like, it's not like he just came out in the middle of the week and yeah. said we're not equipped. He just got battered 9 0 by reaction. one of the best yeah. teams he's in the world. He just sat down yeah. and been like, well, you fuck can't that be, was You shit. can't afford to be emotional as a Premier League manager at the highest mm. level. You cannot. I, that's, you cannot. That's, I don't think he was emotional. He was just, I think he was just humble in the opinion that it's like, look, we're not equipped. Like, we just got battered 9 yeah. 0. Like, it is what it is. And yeah. all he, he did was. shell shocked as yeah. well. Yeah. He was just apologizing to the fans, to the players. He's like, we just. Yeah, what the fuck are we meant to do? Like, sorry to everyone who's put any time and effort into this club this week. We just fucking fucked it. And yeah. Jürgen and other people in the media, whatever, said like, this isn't your game. Don't don't worry about this one. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to worry anymore because he's sacked. But don't worry about this one. Your game is coming. Yeah. Your game well, to win is coming. I think we all we all agreed that they were bottom of the table whether yeah. they lo- had him or not. So yeah. they were dead I, to me, it doesn't matter matter a shit. Like, I feel bad for him. But I do, I do agree somewhat with what the board did. 
So it is what it is. Yeah. I think we yeah. push on to talk, talk about how good Liverpool were. Get ripped that, that band-aid off. Not that good, really. I mean, they scored a couple of goals, whatever. <laughs> it's about time they fucking looked half decent because they will, have been terrible to start The one season. thing I will say, Salah with zero goal contributions, is that a worry? No, In a game that's that He should have scored a hat-trick too. I reckon that's a positive no. for us. Just no, see no. that we can win 9-0 without Salah again. The goal or assist is amazing for Liverpool. The thing with Salah is... Teams now just double him. Yeah. So he's already got some, like the person that is marking him, but then a midfielder has to spread across. Then he just puts his foot on it, comes back, turns around. Someone else is now free. Yeah. Plus that midfielder has to sprint to go to his actual man. Yeah. If that midfielder's doing doggies all the time, trying like to, trying yeah. to mm. stop Salah. Exactly. He's going to be fucked. And that's a genius of Salah too. Like he understands that. Player's going to double up on him. He realizes he's going to be suffocated. So he runs in positions. So he frees up players like Elliot. He frees up Bobby now. Then these players can come in and take control of the game. So Salah, he's still getting the numbers. He's still got like two goals and three assists in five games or four games. So he's still got the numbers. It's just he's really good at adapting to situations. And I feel like in that yeah, Bournemouth game, he understood that, look, we're versing the bomb table team. We're going to just sit and sit back and defend. Probably he's going to be five at the back. I'm going to deal with a left center back and a left back. Let me pull out a and bit and let people push through the middle. I think. So you're saying it's the genius of Salah, the reason he missed three open goals. Well, he definitely missed one. I don't know what the other two you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he could have scored three. He could have scored three. All right, Which ones? He had Obviously the, the cross. He had the one, the, the one, the open goal, the cross, in yeah. right in front. That was the easiest one. But there was two other chances I've seen where he'd come inside and he, he had a good, good like chance, but it just wasn't on for him. I don't remember that one. Yeah, but... Because he's not allowed to cut inside because the full, the fullback covers yep. him going down the line and then the other one Yeah, but they didn't him. do it all game, I didn't think. Every time he got the ball, I'd, well, yeah, like, yeah. I guess it's hard to do it all the time, but, yeah, every time you see him sort of in that right right wing position, there's always two around him. Yeah. If if not, a second one is coming. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, obviously he should have scored that open goal one. <laughs> Harvey Elliott, though. I will say Harvey Elliott. He's been our player of this season yeah, so he's, far. He's been your he's sparkling amazing. light in a dwelling time. <laughs> I'm not dwelling now. Like the first three games, yeah. But that 9-0 was so good for us because we needed a, we needed a fucking a result at some stage. And the result being 9-0, I think that helped with a lot of just creating um, that fluid back in Liverpool because we had such a big season last season. Yeah. Like we played every game never done before like that's not easy to do then push back and try and compete again but then now finding this still early in the season and then coming back of a 9-0 win and seeing Bobby back in his best which I see especially watching the Newcastle game as well seeing Bobby get back to what he does and watching him now it's like fuck it's gonna be hard for Jolla and Nunes to get in the team if Bobby gets well, back to his best I'll say that is it was this Bobby's last farewell sing song perhaps Obviously, with Nunez and Jota coming back into the side, they'll probably just come straight back in, I dare say. Because this is, of the performances Bobby's put in, he was fucking woeful against United. Yeah. Obviously, against Bournemouth, a different story because you're playing Yeah, Bournemouth. but with those games, like those first three games, Bobby didn't play towards the end of last season. The majority of that was for injury. So he hasn't played in like a quite a few months. Mm. So I think those first few games, he was just forced to come in and play because of the injuries. And he was just out of touch, I guess, with his own game because he was out for so long. 
So I think yeah. he was still trying to fit in the system as well as trying to play his football. Like, yeah, he's a professional footballer. But I feel like those few first games were just him trying to get back in touch with playing football again. But I think early to say best back to his best, but, you know, it's a 9-0 battering over Bournemouth and he was probably the standout. But it's one game. Newcastle, he played decent. So two games. But you have to, I think you have to see. Because it's only two games. And yeah. Like, like, like you said, though, he, he has trying to wear off that rust. But we'll see going forward, I think. I feel like he is slowly coming back to that because it wasn't. Just, it's not just about the contributions that he does. It's the way he drops, it's the way he drifts, it's the way he pulls in, it's the way he makes Salah and Diaz play, especially Elliot too. Like I, The way he can pull the team together just by yeah. standing up front and running around. Like it's pretty we, crazy because he offers what Jolla and Nunes don't offer. Yeah. It's really good. We're a different team with Bobby in and with... It shows how the other the other players move as well yeah. when he's on the field because when he drops, you'll see someone just fills in his spot yeah, occupying be- the centre-backs. Because what was happening when we were playing shit at the start of the season, we had no one coming back and picking the ball up off the centre-backs. So like against United, for an example, we had no Fabinho and Firmino wasn't doing it. We had no one dropping back and picking the ball up. It's good to see now Fabinho's doing that and then Bobby's not coming all the way back anymore to try and fill that void for... Um, Henderson or Milner not doing it He actually stays up a bit more And can flow around that final third yeah. So I think that's where a big change has happened for us So Klopp Don't fucking bench for being the <laughs> <laughs> Should we uh, have a look at our predictions? Predictions for this one uh, We're all pretty one-sided Scassi had it 3-0 uh, Jackie you had it 2-0 Benny you had it 2-0 And I had it 2-1 All in the favour of Liverpool Imagine if someone picked that <laughs> That would be that'd be scenes. Um, mm. A game that was almost the upset of the season. I almost Manchester City versus Crystal Palace. <sighs> what an affair! The amount of times I've seen City down two nil, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> and then Erling Haaland decides not today. I'm yeah. a big Norwegian bastard, and look it's at me go. It's a bad day not to be a City fan. It's, they are so good. It's a shit time to be a. Man United fan because goddamn, I fucking love watching Alan Holland. Oh mate, he's a scary human being. Just (laughs) his physicality is crazy. I'm not sure if it was against Palace or it was against who they versed Nottingham, where he was on like the left side of the post and like someone was grabbing the shirt trying to drag him down. He literally just grabbed him, pushed him out the way, and just booed the top corner. I was like, (laughs) fucking hell. I think it was Palace. (laughs) I think he scored about. Because he scored six over the two games. I think yeah. he scored at least two or three where he just He's got two men on his body, basically. He's like a brick. I think it, it was against One, Palace. He gets that through ball. And, it, yeah, and there's yeah. a bloke right in his back and yeah. there's somebody making a slight tackle at him. And that big left foot just says, no, thank you. I'm sending you back to Who was Norway. that? It was um, Ward. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Ward, Ward and Anderson. He had both the centre-backs fucking yeah. hanging on to him. And he and just he, puts it away. I've never seen that ever in the Premier League. Someone just hold before the ball even comes. Like he's yeah. the ball's halfway there, and he just like looks, just like puts his back to him and, and holds him off. But he doesn't mm. break stride. He's still at full tilt. Like <laughs> I just don't understand. And then still keeps his balance. To finish it, well he, yeah, yeah, finish it like he did too. Like that's off balance. Like that can be such a hard finish. He was obviously had the one lull game against I can't even remember who it was Bournemouth where he got four touches or whatever. Yeah. Um, he got an assist somehow. But it seems. <laughs> Like that since that game, too. he's gone back in the dressing room because now you see Foden starting to look for yeah. him a bit more. You see Give the wingers the are like, <laughs> yeah, he's gone in there. He's gone, hey, 
I can fucking score us goals, you little cunts. Like, yeah. let me play my football, <laughs> please. Pass he, me the ball yeah. and I'll fucking body six since then, yeah, Since then, he <laughs> scored the two goals, three goals, three goals. Yeah. And he has now broken the record for the most goals in the first five games in the it Premier League. It is a league. joke. Nine and five. That is, and an assist. And an Ten assist. Ten contributions in, in five games. We all saw this coming as long as he stays fit. We, we no, said we as long as he not. stays not, fit. Not at this level. Not, not the no, alarm. Not at this level. level. If he if he continues this, maybe like four goals and five, but not yeah, five. Yeah, I, I thought maybe he would have like a goal a game ratio, not two goals a game. Yeah. I mean, That's but to joke. be fair, two hat tricks. Man, in Man City five haven't games. played any of the big dogs yet. Yeah, but even when they do, like I can't see him. Like I got Arsenal coming up. I think it is. Or no, we have Arsenal next week. Who they got? They got a they got Tottenham. a good Tottenham. Tottenham. That's Tottenham. Yeah, I think I think that uh, Tottenham have a great defense. Yeah, I think he'll have a big game against Tottenham yeah. too. Like, like, imagine him against Dyer. He's going to rag Dyer. Harry Dyer's going to end up stomping into the fucking fans yeah. again. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Crystal Palace though. Yeah, Obviously, big fight. Patrick Vieira's boys are fucking firing. Wilfred mm. Zaha again. Was that right this game on. or the game after where he scored that goal where he cut in on his right and just like whipped the top uh, That's the game after. Oh, okay. I believe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He didn't score this game, Zaha. Yeah. Oh, he didn't play this game against yeah. Palace, actually. He was injured for this one. Yeah. Anderson, good goal, but really yeah. good header. Yeah. Like, the Palace, they look like a whole different unit. Like, yeah. it's easy to say that because mm. a lot of managers come in, but obviously Vieira had them last year, settled them in. We thought losing Gallagher, they'd be fucked. They yeah. are not. They are marvellous, magnificent. Well, they got that. Props. Check to Corey, I think. Yeah, check to yeah. Corey come in at midfield. Mm. Um. Schlapp as well, like he does not get much praise, but yeah. Mandam's consistent. Hey, he does. He works he does so a job. Hard. Yeah, Premier League winner as well. Yeah, like yeah, under the radar. Yeah, yeah. under yeah. the radar, the quality has. He used to be left back. He wasn't even starting left back for like so when they won the league. Mm. Yeah, he would swap between like left back and yeah, yeah. 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 All Brighton would do a bit. Insane, but what a what a um transformation to a midfielder he's yeah. become. Yeah, big shout out to Patrick Vieira and Crystal Palace. But yeah, it looks Unlucky like Man City have already won the league. We, we say it does, every year about this joke. time. Like, we'll see. Champions League comes. Mm, we'll see. Yeah, the diversification of competitions is going to be massive for them. But when they've only got the Premier League to focus on, fuck me, they're terrifying. Yeah, they've obviously kept Bernardo Silva too, who was yeah the they've instrumental. Had, they've had yeah. one of the best windows, in my opinion. Mm. We'll get onto that, but yeah. yeah. Predictions. Predictions for this one. Um, wow, wow, we wow. We had it 3-1 to Manchester, uh, Man City for Scouse. 2-1 for Jackie. Benny, you had it nil all. You thought the drop-off would come this week? Yeah, I was close too. They were 2-0 up. 3-0, I had it. So a result for most of us there. Um, <laughs> a London derby in this one. Arsenal versus Fulham. Big Mitro again. He's on his way Mitro's to on 10 fire. goals. Yeah, it's, we'll see when he fucking loses his <laughs> head again. Um, another performance by Arsenal. Just they, shut teams out. So they look they look very, very good. Very yeah. impressive. Um that one of this is one of those games too where when you're you're flying and a team like Fulham who are doing really well as well come and make things very hard for you. Yeah. This is where you can slip up very easily. Yeah. And they Got it done. They did fucking unreal to get that done. Gabriel at fault for the Metro goal. Like that, the mistake, I don't know if you guys seen it, but he um, just dallies on it a bit mm-hmm. and then tries to play out. Metro robs him of it and scores. 
and then comes back and wins him the game in the 86. Big from Gabriel. Yeah. I mean, that's showing his youth a little bit. They're a very young side. He's a very young centre-back. Yeah. Like, you're going to make those types of mistakes. It seems a lot, to be fair, this season in the Prem. The, there's a lot of dilly-dally goals being conceded mm. from goalkeepers and centre-backs. Um, yeah. But, yeah, having the bollocks to then get back up in the corner. Or it was the corner. I can't remember. But, yeah, getting back up there to score the I goal. I think it was a scrap off a yeah. corner. Back in there, you know, good mentality from Arteta's men. Yeah, again, I'm just waiting for him to drop off. It's gonna, Mate, they it's are. gonna happen. When they versus Liverpool, they <laughs> s- they're turning into like they are turning into City. They're s- the way they suffocate teams mm. is very City esque. I know it's easy to just go Arteta on the study Pep, like he's just trying to make him a City. But the way they suffocate teams at the moment, it's so surprising. Well, he is trying to be Pep. But he's done it in a way of spicing it his own, getting his players the last couple of years, and then bringing in X-Man City players. It's, yeah. It's yeah. definitely different to what Pep does. The way he plays is not, not the same. Mm. Very interested to see how they play against the big six. Oh, not big six, but just the big, yeah, big, yeah. big, big two. Teams. I think Arsenal I think United versus City is a telling fixture. I think against United. I think United will be a good one. We're scrappy, so it's going to be... Yeah, but, but we're we're at the moment we've got such a structured defense. Mm. Like we, I think what our defense over the last three games looks like one of the best defenses in the league. The way we structure back and just no one really can play through us. I know the teams aren't the best that we've versed, but against Arsenal, that's if they come up against the de- a structured defense like ours, seeing if they can play through and and seeing if because we're we're doing this counter on the break and just you know. I think setting up against Arsenal is going to be a very good game for United. Mm. So they're going to hold a lot of the ball and they're going to be weak at the back. So it's a good game for both of them to prove a point. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be interesting. But yeah. Shout out to Mitro. Shout out to Odegaard too. Yeah, Odegaard. Big boy stepped up. Big time. Big yeah. time step up from that young man. Um, predictions for this one. Scassi had it 2-0. Oh. Jackie 3-1. Benny 3-0. Me 4-1. All in the favour of Arsenal FC. They're hard to back against at the moment. Um, Villa versus West Ham. This well, is a big game for West Ham. Well, it was, yeah. It was a big game for both. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they for both. Both, both needed points. West Ham were bombing the table. No wins. Um, and for a team like of who they are, what they were playing like last season, the players they got, like you expect them to at least get a few points starting off the season. But They have started slow. We've said it every week. Um, but... This yeah, is the game a big, to get a result in. Yeah, you got the job done. So it's good because now when I saw West Ham play against Tottenham the week after, you're starting to see that back mm. in the team, like West Ham back to where they were slowly. Yeah. Just a bit of mentality for him yeah. to get yeah. back in there. Again, Villa looked fucking rubbish. Mm. Yeah, really. there were chances, I thought. I thought um, it was two shaky teams mm. to me. Yeah, you know, Villa looked bad, but so did West Ham at times. Yeah. It's it's not. <clears throat> I mean, it's obviously better for West Ham now. This result's definitely spurred them on a bit. But yeah, Villa you're definitely starting to be like, well, they need something. I feel soon. like Villa were not too bad this game. Yeah, but considering just, considering they lose, like it's just a I'm result. Sh- they yeah, it's just a result. Like they dominated possession. I think they had more shots. It was yeah, I agree. I thought it was an ugly game, but I thought it could have gone either way for me. I, I think just, it's. They just lack that that spine for me. Like, well, it's because I don't think Stevie's not playing the same midfield. It's a different midfield every game. 
Yeah, he I doesn't think, know he's 11. No, that's he doesn't. It it's, I think that's fucking shooting himself in the foot. He needs to get a midfield in there and try and stick with him. He's also not... Um, he's lost his first choice centre-back, I think, Jagger Carlos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To a uh, fairly big injury. Yeah. And no Mings either. They brought in Bednarak on loan. I'm not sure he likes um, Mings, eh? He doesn't like Mings. Oh, Mings so wasn't even on the bench. Yeah. I think he does. But yeah. I think he's coming around to him. Yeah. The I think he has to. He's got no choice now. He's got no defenders. Yeah, well, it's not about play parties, mate. It's about football. <laughs> well, I it is a bit when, you, when you're the manager, you have to trust your players are going to yeah, fight fair. for you. Yeah. Um, oh. And I think it's... Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm sound biased again here, but <laughs> I, it's weird that um, Tyron Mings has sort of fallen a little bit since he was the, the captain. Yeah, I, you would I, think that he would just fight, if not for the manager, for the badge. Yeah. Like you can see in he his game, really get the chance. Like, I think well, it he is now, but it would have hit his confidence. Yeah. Get yeah. Come, Stevie G coming in, stripping his captaincy and dropping him. Yeah, lad, I'm taking the armband off you. That would that would be pretty detrimental to yeah. his confidence. He just looks like too too relaxed. He I just makes he, too many mistakes. That's his problem. Like you yeah. say, he's too relaxed and he's just too like, yeah. I just. I don't think he's up to it. It's in a different way to how Virgil is relaxed because he looks on. He looks in control. Well, com- yeah, because Virgil. Virgil's but composed. Yeah, yeah. But Mings is just yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I, I know exactly what you mean. He's trying to. He's trying to put on that persona of I'm in control, but there's just too many mistakes in his game for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, again, I thought Villa in this game went too bad. Just couldn't score a goal. Yeah. What was our predictions? If no one has anything else to say. Yeah. Predictions for this one. Uh, Scass, you had it two all draw. Jackie, you had it a one all draw. Benny, you had it three one. And I had it uh, to West Ham and I had it two nil to West Ham. Fucking up the West Ham. (laughs) (laughs) Um, United. Another (laughs) relatively quiet game. Wolves versus Newcastle. Newcastle, the last minute goal. Last that minute. cracker too, that St. Maximum volume. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, what a hit that was. Definitely that up there the for goal hey. of the season. That curled the mile. Yeah. yeah. Definitely up there for goal of the season. Um, it's like Benzema's. Do you remember his goal where it just curled like from the fucking edge of the 18 yard line? Yeah. St. Maximum again. This He was brilliant in this game again. Um, obviously got his goal to show it, but it's a good sign for Newcastle fans that Say Maximum's firing. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll get onto their transfers and their new players they bought in. Do we say in it? the next game? Is it, has he got his Bell and Dior nomination? I mean, he's definitely pushing for it this year. He's definitely turned I'm his joking, Bell and Dior energy on. Um, yeah, Relax. and a, a Wolves team which is looking to grow into it. Um, Nunez and Guedes both look like they've already made a home. Yeah, they've adapted to the Portuguese way of life in England. Um, <laughs> The big thing for Wolves for me is that they always look the better side almost in every game they play, but they just aren't getting it done. Mm. They're not. Yeah. Getting, they're not. They just can't get the results. Like yeah. they, they should see that out. Ninetieth minute, same maximum volley. I mean, it's a, how do you stop it? But you know, a good side sees those results out. Their forwards aren't scoring a lot of goals. Like this no, goal was Ruben Neves. It was a cracker standard too. Ruben Absolute. Neves procedure. That get him on the edge of the box and watch him put it wherever the fuck he wants. Mm. Through traffic as well Yeah I think he megged a defender Yeah Brilliant strike um, But yeah their, their forwards aren't scoring a lot Yeah Which is 
concerning if you're a team like Wolves. Like, yeah, you can only rely on midfielders for so long. Um, yeah. They got Huang Hee Chan. Doesn't and doesn't do the business. Adama on the bench, yeah. but he's not really a goal scorer either. He doesn't look like when he comes on Creates. too. I feel like he just does not suit that team at all. He just, everyone gets annoyed when he gets the ball because he just runs. Yeah, and like no one. Like, it used to be okay because Jimenez would just make runs, bold and runs, and he would just whip it, it in. Yeah. But no, no one ma- makes runs for him anymore. I, wa- I watched him play the other the other week when he came on. I think it was against Spurs. And he just made runs, and I just it just looked like the Wolves team just, like, retreated. And just like, yeah. fuck, he's going to give it away. Yeah. Just drop off. I think his head's gone, like, he's yeah. still in Barca. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where he wanted to go. Yeah. Or we'll stay, but... Yeah, Barca didn't want him because he yeah. wasn't that good when he went there either. <laughs> Wolves yeah. don't want him either. No. He's, he's like, a, he's a black Dan James. Pretty much. That's what it is. Pretty with his fucking muscles. A hench. Dan James, a hench but yeah. <laughs> no, because I would say Dan James is more direct. Dan James wants to score goals, whereas trial rate doesn't. Just wants to run. <laughs> yeah, he, he, all he does is make that run down to yeah. the byline and then cut it back or get as close as he can and then cut it back. Like, there's no... It's not a, dira- a diagonal inside run. It's yeah. just get me to the line. I'm going to fucking burn past He's you. effective as heck at doing it. Yeah. He would have been... He was good at Barca, though. I thought he was all right. He didn't get... Okay. He didn't do craziness. No. Like, like he could have... No. Like, in the La Liga, you kind of expect someone with pace and with Depay and Aubameyang to play off. Mm. Like, maybe it would have been better with Lewandowski there. Like, mm. he would have got more... End product with Lewandowski there, but just on bus actually. You see Bellerin's back there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's deal. Yeah, I think that's a good. They loaned Dest out to Milan as well. Yeah, mm. was because they bought Bellingham in Milan. Low key transfer window of from the gods. That's why from the gods. From the gods. They have made they got Divock. So makes sense. Dark horse Champions League. I told you. I told you. I've been no, saying I for weeks. No, I fucking said it. <laughs> you bled slate at uh, me we, on I the Champions League we, one. I think you said it and then I said it. I think they yeah. could go far. You just copying my things as usual. No, I didn't <laughs> say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> amateurs. <laughs> did you say, did you want to say something on that scouse, I think? I was just, I was trying to make a joke, but it's past the now. I was just going to say, oh. another special needs joke? <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Look, me slow it down. I was going to say, Adama Traore should play for the West Tigers if he wants to be a winger, but don't worry about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the joke's gone now. Ooh, um, <laughs> predictions for this one. Scarce, you had it 2-0 Newcastle. Jack, you had it 1-0. Um, Benny, you had it 1-0 Newcastle. I had That's it 1-0 Jackie. Newcastle. This is Jackie's huge week. He's gone mad this week. Well done, Jackal. Man, no. um, Thanks, guys. Another exact on this one for Jackie. Nottingham versus Tottenham. Uh, pretty cut and dry performance. Harry Kane. Harry Double. Kane. Kane playing. Just unstoppable this year. Seems to be involved in every capacity for him. Um, Son again, not. Yeah, Son. Come like, off and Richarlison with mm. his outside the foot cross. Yeah, what oh, a fucking ball cross. that was. What yeah. a ball. I rated that. Yeah, um... Concerning for Son, as we've mentioned, he has his off periods, but the fact he's now the one being substituted for Charleston instead of Kulisevsky, mm-hmm. very telling. Although that did change this week. Yeah. But, but very telling to how personally he is mentally, perhaps. In uh, the, I don't like, I think everyone's reading into it. I think Richarlison's just very, very good depth. So, you know, it could be Son, <laughs> it could be Kulisevsky. I think just... 
on the day, whoever's performing, whoever's not. I don't mm. think. I think. I think so many people are talking about it. I'm just like, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. You know, sun, sun will fire. Sun will score goals. Oh yeah, Sun will. He will start to. As I said, pretty much every week now, he will contribute. Yeah. But it's just not happening at the moment, and it won't be to the standard that he did last year. Yeah. He's still a quality player. Yeah, it's just that um, recency bias. Yeah, I think me and you, Scouse, have said for ages he's one player we'd have at Liverpool. Oh, 100%. And most teams would have it at their team as well. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like Kane personally. Yeah. Mm. yeah this he's is a strike. You don't need another winger. Yeah. yeah. This is also the game in which Richarlison got absolutely snapped in half <laughs> for fucking juggling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Picking up the little juggling and then gets cut in half by the Nottingham players, which he got a rate. And then him talking shit about it on Twitter afterwards, yeah. telling people to cry more. That was actually to um, Diddy Hammerman. Diddy Hammond yeah. as well. Yeah. I, I, I like Richarlison. That's some big fuck-off fuck energy. I like him. Big fuck-off energy. <laughs> I like watching him too. He's Did good he? in that Spurs team. Yeah. I don't, he's got to get a start soon for me. The he comes on and makes such an impact. Having the pressure off him, he doesn't have to be the main man. It's yeah. like letting him flourish a lot more. It reminds mm. me of Gabby at Arsenal, like that Brazilian flair where they've come in and they don't have that massive pressure. Yeah. And he's just... Yeah, he looks He looks like he can just have fun with, with the game. Mm. Looks like Spurs are starting to starting to at least hold some decent form. Obviously, it's only 2-0 against Nottingham, but... Well, this was the most convincing, I think, Spurs have looked mm. for, for the start of the season anyway. And it's mm. against a fresh Nottingham team. Yeah. Still I'd trying to go, come to grips. literally fresh yeah. Nottingham yeah. team. I think the whole... Still I think the starting 11... Yeah. Best 21 Learning each other's <laughs> fucking names. <still>. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's maybe three three players in Nottingham starting eleven that played last season. So, yeah, it's crazy. insanity. Mm. Um, predictions for that one as we're closing on the hour mark and we're still in game week one. Um, <laughs> Scass, you had it three one Tottenham. Jackie two 0 Tottenham. Benny three one Tottenham, and I had it three 0 So another exact for Jackie there. Well Caps out a massive week for him. Record breaking eleven points for him. Nice. <laughs> and then now we'll transition to game week five. Game week five. And then I've shit the bed this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we all have to. I think it was all right, actually. Palace Brentford to kick Palace us off. Palace Brentford to start us off. This is the game in which Wolf came out afterwards and was like, what the fuck have we done? Yeah. Um, Zaha's goal. Zaha's goal was a screamer. He's mm. really untouchable in that Palace team at the minute. He's so hard to mark. Creates yeah. so much. The good thing about, I was saying last week, I think it was, is Zaha finally has like a good manager. But he's also finally got like young, exciting players around him too. Mm. Like Eze, Elise, Schlupp. Uh, players like that who can, a lot more exciting type plays. And yeah. Ex- like, do you like to go forward? Because I think before it was just him, Ayu, Benteke. Like, I think it was just so much on him. But I think now he's got so much youth and it's, energy around him. It's the midfield it's too. Like, losing Milivojevic as a weekly starter, like, you lose that just shit house get the ball pump it long bullshit they've got a very technical midfield now yeah like with Eze and with the players behind him that looking to advance the ball yeah it's constantly good. um I yeah i would argue that how'd you say boy bitch i'm not gonna try it <laughs> i would argue that he's quite technical but he doesn't fucking he doesn't he doesn't dribble like the yeah, others. yeah he doesn't provide the same he, role Te- he's technical in a different sense yeah. Yeah, yeah like they bring him on to kill games out at the minute yeah. he comes on about the 75th and he takes the sting out of the games completely because he's just there and he shit houses things but yeah. he's, he's not a proactive player at all no mm. i think he's for one that can keep the ball for his team but yeah not he's not one to dribble he's not going to progress it he's just going to Hold it, move it around. Yeah. A big thing for Palace, in my opinion as well, is there's two centre-halves that mm. 
Gay and Anderson, both good ball playing centre backs too. You know, Anderson pings those balls over the back so well. Like for Eze, uh, for Eze, for Zaha, for the forward players, like he can ping those long diagonals better than probably most centre backs in the league. I would say mm. his ball playing skills are unreal. He, pick, he he hits that on the button every time. I think. It's good. It's good to see Palace and again Brentford. I think it was a last minute. A the A for something. Yeah, very yeah. late. Um, Did you get some? your Palace jersey yet? No, it, it, I will get it's it. In the, it's in the it's on the it, way. It's on the to do list. In transit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my Wolf, my Wolf Palace jersey. Yeah. Um, Predictions. Yeah, I mean we could touch on Brentford, but again, scrappy. Yeah, stayed in the game. Caught it just at the end. Yeah. Good on them for picking up points. Got the result. But yeah. Um, predictions for this one. Scassi, you had it 1-0. Yes! Jackie, you had it 2-1 Palace. Benny, you had it 1-0 Palace. I also had it 2-1 Palace. So it's a strong start to the week for Scassi G. Fucking Um Fulham versus Brighton. A, again, a very this telling story. Surprising result. Yeah. Mm. Ups, upset of the week. Big Mitro again on his way to 10. Yeah, he's really <laughs> racking them up early yeah. season. Um, a quite solid performance from... Fulham, I thought, really mm. kind of were in the driver's seat on a Brighton team that had been so good. Yeah, exactly. Brighton have been good. For once, Brighton just didn't look like they had an answer going forward. Yeah. Maybe. They just... One thing that... I mean, they didn't play well back, which... Um, That's why. Very, yeah, it's it might very have telling. been, you know... It's my guy. But interesting they did, choice. They did play <laughs> Undav, didn't they? Hey? They did play Undav, Dennis no. Undav. No, they played Trossard and Gross up top. Oh. Gross up top, yeah. No well, gross to off, just yeah, off Trossard, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, interesting choice for me. You know, Welbeck's been really good to start the mm. season. Hard mm. to drop to him. And Maybe they're just resting legs because obviously there are the cup competitions starting, I think. And yeah. the midweek game as yeah. well. You know, it's not easy playing this, this game. This is when we, we've had four weeks of very easy to pick ball because it's been best 11 on best 11. Now is when yeah. rotation and decisions have to start being made by managers. It's just tough though, because like a team like Fulham, you want to be getting those results because those are their important points. Yeah, and I'm being Fulham played fucking well for it. Good, they had they had to earn that result. It's not an easy one against a very good team. Um, shout out to Marco Silva as well for yeah. holding his job down. Yeah, Doesn't, usually like, if a Marco Silva team has played five games, he's usually in the talks for losing so his job. So I think I said, oh sorry, keep going. No, just shout out to him. Well done, lad. I said in the first episode too, if you can get eight points in your first five games, there's a 95% chance you're staying in the league. And Fulham have got eight and five. Called it. Called it. I think, um, yeah, we spoke about Fulham in the Liverpool game to kick off the season and we all said it's not a, not sustainable the way they played. Hats off to them because they it fucking had kept it up. Sustainable. I think they had that dip after the, I think day two, they yeah. drew to a f- Wolves and they didn't look that great. Missed yeah. the penalty, but every game, every game day since, pretty much they've looked good. Mm. They beat Brentford, uh, lost to Arsenal, but made it hard. Awfully, yeah. probably the, put up the best fight against Arsenal mm. of the season so yeah, far. Most resilient, and then beating Brighton for me is huge for them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's a massive three points. Massive three points. Um, yeah, maybe they will escape the drop this year. In which case. What teams are going to be down there with Bournemouth? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a fortress as well, Craven Cottage. Mm-hmm. Looking like. Yeah. Look, considering yeah. last time they were in the Prem, it was basically a free three points every yeah. time you went there. Yeah. Literally. Hats off props. to them. 
Mozart, Predicky, on the on. Predicaments for this one. Um, <laughs> well that said. one. Um, that was bars. Speaking Spanish, mate. Wee wee. None of us saw this Fulham outrageousness coming. Um, Scass, you had it 2-0 Brighton. Jackie, you had it 3-0 Brighton. Benny had it 2-1 to Brighton. And I had it as a nil all. So... Motherfuckers. This is the start of our terrible weeks all round. Um, Southampton versus uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Wow, wow, wow. When we talk about how rubbish Chelsea are. The one positive about Chelsea is Sterling. I thought his goal was good. So yeah, like, not, Very scrappy. It was scrappy. Hang in there is that the deflection? No, nah, it's where it's he got, got the got ball and he did like a 360 with it. Yeah. And then he went to kick it, he dummied it. And then he's just trying to find the perfect yeah. spot to kick. So he, he did really well there. Falls. But besides that, yeah, Chelsea, what the fuck? Lavia with an absolute yeah, Lavia rock yeah. score. So. He's the first He's so Premier League good. goal scorer born in 2004. Yeah, I didn't see that. Really? 2004. It's mental. There's an end? Still a child. Yeah. He's crazy. And he's dry, And that Southampton team, Adam Armstrong scored the final goal. I yeah. Say. And it was that off that the corner, another goal off a corner. Chelsea have a real problem with set pieces this year. They just mm. cannot. Leeds scored from a set piece. Southampton scored from a set piece. Rudy Gale is such a beast. Yeah. Like, just pushing people out of his way. I'm going to fucking head this. Yeah. Koulibaly and <laughs> Thiago Silva, they're two of the most experienced centre-backs in world football currently. Yeah. And neither of them can get their head on it to get it out of there. Um, Worrying signs for Chelsea. With another the shit spending. performance from Jorginho. Havertz. I didn't think Mendy was particularly good. Do they have to start playing Kepper again? Nah. I mean, Mendy's been at fault for against Leeds, especially yeah, like Brendan Aronson yeah, goal and even the, the ball from the corner that Southampton scored from. Azpilicueta could have just played it back to Mendy, and he thought, "Fuck this, I'm I putting it into Rosette." Yeah, and he's fucked it and that, put the pressure on him. Yeah, Chelsea uh, fans are all over Azpil at the moment. Yeah, saying like, "Should have left." Ready. Yeah, which is crazy from Chelsea fans, in my opinion. Well, yeah. what, what do you expect? It's Chelsea. Yeah, like but the, Chelsea. The <laughs> most yeah. cutthroat fucking club in the world. If Abramovich yeah. was still there, I think Tuchel's fired and Azpilicueta's in Barcelona right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he should be sangria. Yeah. Chelsea in trouble for me. No, yeah. I don't see... I mean, obviously it's one result. They haven't looked good throughout the season to me, but the signings don't scream like uh, like they're going to make a massive no. difference. Well, Bamiyang, for me, looked panicked. Is a hit and miss Yeah, deal. he's... It's a panic signing. I don't I know. Think, yeah, I don't think that's a huge signing of Bamiang. Like everyone's yeah. raving on about it, but it's like it's a loan. Yeah, with a fee of like five to ten million pound. I think it's permanent. Yeah. It's permanent. What? It's yeah, permanent. Signed. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was loan. No, it's oh. fi- it was fifteen or maybe twenty 12. mil, and it was supposed oh, to be Alonso oh. included, but because of Barcelona's bullshit FFP laws, they didn't want it included because then they wouldn't lose or Bamiang's salary from their. Salary said, so and it's just bullshit. So, but he did okay. sign Zacharia. Yeah, Zacharia. Like that's a loan. That's a great, but also a confusing one from Juventus's point of view because they only got him last. Yeah, January. he probably hasn't worked out for him. From Much and Black, I haven't seen him playing much. Much and Gladback, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just speaking Spanish, yeah. mate. We we swear him in Spanish again. <laughs> like we kind of touched on Juventus last week. I don't think Allegri's really got. Yeah, handle on that team. I think he's not the man for the job there. But yeah, to lose Zachariah, who's he United wanted him. We were going to pay fifty mil for him, and Juventus snubbed him for twenty. Mm. Who else they lose? Arthur, and they lost another midfielder. Who are you then? Yeah, Arthur, they were looking Zachariah. at losing Rabio. 
They didn't lose him. No, no I thought they lost like not Pjanic. Uh, no, he's at Barca. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. When it, yeah, I can't. Let's can't think of who stay then. on stay on topic on the Prem, of Chelsea. Yeah. Southampton, well done. Credit to them. Yeah. Points they need to Southampton avoid. as well, looking stronger and stronger yeah. each week. They're looking as the team grows together. It's going to be interesting when cups come. Mm. Um, I think we could see a steep drop off for them. Yeah. As much as we rant and rave about them um, and their youth and their quality at the minute, yeah, it's going to get very difficult for them. Um, they're still, for me, a relegation candidate. Yeah. Still, it's going to be a very, very hard fought season to keep them up and out of there. Mm. But yeah, Chelsea, very concerning. Most predictions. Could we said he get a red card. No, no red cards. This week. <laughs> Shout out to their discipline. Um, predictions for this one. We mostly had it in Chelsea's favour. Scouse, you had it 3-1 Chelsea. Jackie, 2-1 Chelsea. Benny, 2-all. And I had it 3-1 Chelsea. Oh, friggers. No good, no good. Um, Leeds. Leeds versus Everton. Wah, wah, wah. Shithouse game again. One all draw. What a surprise. Everton involved. It's a boring as fuck game. Another Anthony Gordon goal, was it not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well taken finish as well. Yeah. Everton, really, yeah. I mean, whatever. They're there. They play football week in, week out. They do the bare minimum. Try yeah. Shit has a goal. Like. They've made some signings, which we will touch on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that I think the back line looks much better with Tarkovsky and Connor Cody in it. Yeah. I think Tarkovsky especially yeah. just looks immense in that back line. Um, I, I rate that signing. I like Tarkovsky. Yeah. Mm. I so. just... I. Don't give a fuck about Everton this year. I just They're really hard to don't watch. care. Like, They're really so hard boring. to watch. Like, shout out to Frank for doing the bare minimum to scrape enough points to stay yeah. in the league again. But yeah, go go, for me, they like he's done. He's doing well. He's doing the right thing. But soon enough, they need to start progressing. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't you can't just be a Burnley for the rest of your life, especially yeah. a team like Everton. Yeah, as well. Like the, the fan base will, more. Yeah, the fan base will not And especially too, because when they get their new stadium, do you want to go and play that type of fucking football? Yeah. yeah. Fuck no. Um, Leeds as well, I really expect them to get, get a job done against Everton. Yeah, definitely should have should have pulled a result from somewhere. Um, <laughs> see the um, beef between Gordon and <laughs> Christensen as well? No. Didn't see that? No. Well, they fucking... Gordon, the little rat, like hit him super late. Like, Christensen back pass to his keeper... Out of like, it was like almost 10 seconds later, Gordon just comes in the back of him and smashes his heels. Is this the game as well where Gordon smacks the assistant coach? Oh no, that was... That was Steve Cooper? Was it? No. John Smith. I have no idea. It was... (laughs) um, It was Dean Brown. Dean Brown, yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah... I love Dean Brown. <laughs> yeah, he, they went head to head and both got yellow cards for it in the yeah. end. But I was thinking, <laughs> like Christensen's solid unit. Yeah, and going and up against like Gordon, going up against him. He's a bit of a lunatic, Gordon, because I seen he went to give his shirt to a, a fan's fan. kid after the game, <laughs> and the dad just like throws his kid yeah. over the fucking yeah. <laughs> over the boards to like see him, and he grabs him by the head. He's like, "Don't you move to Chelsea? You stay with us." <laughs> And Gordon's just like, oh, okay, I'll pick the kid up, you fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> he's on uh-huh. as well. He's like, yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Black I don't know why. That was the um, Everton. Yeah, he's always flopping, about, by the way. Yeah. He's always on the ground. Like, he doesn't get touched and he just goes in the ground and stays. It's like, bro. He's a rat. Get up. It's about the kid. No. Hey? <laughs> 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 yeah. um, predictions? Um, predictions for this one. Um, 
2-1 leads for Scousey, 2-0 for Jackie, 1-0 leads for Benny and 2-0 leads for me. None of us had the draw, well unsurprisingly. Done, Didn't you say Joe? Oh, yeah, Joe. Sorry, I did literally just read that and then <laughs> just <laughs> completely disregarded well it. <laughs> it's very early in the morning. <laughs> um, Arsenal versus Villa. Bournemouth Wolves. Yeah, Bournemouth, Bournemouth Wolves. Wolves. Okay, please. in my list next is Arsenal Villa or whatever. Bournemouth <laughs> Wolves. <laughs> Let's talk about this game. Nil all. Well done, that was great. I don't even think I fucking watched the highlights that game. Yeah, I didn't see shit. To be honest, I think I watched the highlights and I watched about 46 seconds. Stats, yeah, Wolves look look like they absolutely destroyed them. And from conceding nine, they're conceding zero. So I guess that's an improvement. Who's their their interim? Uh, Does anyone know? No idea. I presume it's the second in command to Steve Parker. Steve Parker. Maybe. Fuck. <laughs> Dean Brown. <laughs> oh, God. It's all falling apart. Um, yeah. We even talk about Steve Cooper. Yeah. It? It's fucking Scott Parker. Scott Parker. Shout out my guy, Scott Parker. Um, Classic Wolves game as well. Low scoring, yeah. usually. Low scoring. Yeah. Not, that scoring. Not them scoring either. Yeah. yeah. Standard. Predictions for this one. Scass, you had it 1-0 Wolves. Benny, you had it 1-0. Uh, Jack, you had it 1-0 Bournemouth. Uh, Benny, you had it 2-0 Wolves. I had it 1-0 Wolves. I don't think I'm ever going to predict Wolves to get more than no. two goals ever again. They went 4 0 next week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go City versus Forest next. Why? Uh, do this. Why? What did you have up next? Arsenal Villa. All right, then mm. Arsenal Villa. You fucking made me skip it. <sighs> Professionalism. God. Um, Arsenal Villa. 2 1. Penultimate game for Arsenal. Stevie. You reckon? Yeah. He gets smacked next week against City. He loses his job. Yeah, honestly. Well, the way the firing schedule's gone so far, you're about right. It's smacking at well, City sends you home. Yeah. Or a smacking and of the big two sends you home. Um, this was an absolute annihilation too yeah. from, from Arsenal. They fucking walked all over Villa. The 2-1 does not paint the picture. Should have been way more. And um, um, Arsenal are really good. The goal, even the, the goal for me, for Villa, that's no goal. That's a foul. Kamara off the Oh, yeah. On Ramsdale all day, yeah. That's a foul. He's it's holding a, him like that. You can't Ramsdale's do that. Ramsdale's literally got his hands over yeah. the top of him trying to get to the... And he would have got there if not for yeah. Kamara, so... That's a 100% Referees and VAR fucking shambles. Must be from Birmingham. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, but, just a shame, really. Shame for Arsenal to lose a clean sheet in that manner and to put the pressure back on themselves a little bit as well. But I tell you what, I, I think it was... Within the minute after they conceded, no, yeah. three three minutes they after they conceded, kicked off and went straight yeah, up there. And they went and scored in. and went back in the lead. Yeah, which test testament to Arsenal. But what the fuck are you thinking, Villa? Like yeah. seriously? Well, they did it the, the week before. Up. I think it was the week before that. Ollie Watkins scored in the first four minutes. Then two minutes later, the other team equalised. Yeah. What game was that? That was. I remember the was it Palace? Palace. Yeah. yeah. So they scored straight away. Then within two minutes, they conceded. Yeah. They've got big issues. It's very concerning for Villa fans, for Arsenal. Fucking yeah. enjoy it while you can. Enjoy this five and five. Martinelli looked Top unreal in this Martin game Alley too. Is sublime. Yeah, he's a quite underachiever in that Arsenal. I don't team. know if you guys seen the volley he hit. Yeah, <sighs> that goal know. of the season that would have been. That was a joke. He and he's he's just playing confidently. He's playing strong. He's yeah. one of those players so, so young. Taken the number eleven and gone. Well, this is my number now. Yeah, like hats off to Mar- um, Emmy Martinez from Villa too because that could have been a 
bloodbath. A whitewash. If if, it, if he mm. had an absolute belter of a game, and especially well, it's because he was playing against Arsenal, his old yeah. club that wanted yeah. to keep him. Um, he would have done bits at Arsenal now too. Mm. But yeah, predictions for this one. Um, we got a double exactor. Both Scousey and Jackie picked this one two one. Um, Benny, you had it 3 1. I had it 3 0. So we all pick up points on the day. But yeah, well done, lads. Shout out to you, boys. Um, no, here we go. Man City versus Nottingham. Helen just needs to fucking relax. Just fucking grow up. Helen, honestly. Like, just take a fucking day off. (laughs) Two hat tricks in a row. Nine and five. That's unheard of, too. Two hat tricks in a row. I don't think, for as long as I've been watching, I've never seen two hat tricks in a row. It's wild. That's a joke. And the way he's scoring goals is wild. The way he's contributing to the team. He gets subbed off at 70 minutes every game too. Yeah. Which is a... It's Pep trying to keep a roof on him, but he's saying, yeah. fuck <laughs> your roof. I'll score eight goals in I would be minutes, filthy if I were him. Keep me on. Well, I would score more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First game of the season time. too, Haaland was on a brace and Pep took him off in the yeah. 70th minute. So he could have he could have had 10 and 5 <laughs> if yeah. like Pep played him. But yeah. And I feel like City are a team as well who... Get a lot of chances late on because yeah. they because they, they drown grind, teams. Grind, grind. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, he is he's a scary Just human being. In this dude. game, did he come off and then De Bruyne come on? Yes. Fuck yeah. yeah. What a fucking Morris. substitution! Yeah. Being five nil up, it's kind of smart to take him off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. As a like, as a manager, yeah. Yeah. I, I well, we've, we've spoken about his injury proneness. Yeah. yeah. Limit his game time. Like, yeah. Keep him fresh. Especially if he's just coming on for seventy minutes and banging three goals a game. There's also <laughs> midweek games coming up with the Champions League, yeah, so yeah. I'd say he'd played 90 minutes there. Yeah. I reckon he will. Yeah, he might not. Yeah, probably in the Champions League, you definitely keep him yeah. right there and keep the chances in. I reckon he's going to keep going with the 70. I think he just keeps keeps doing it because if he if you Depending. if you can have him come on and score a hat trick in 70 minutes, mm. take him off. Yeah, why but yeah, why if risk it's a why if it's risk it? like a tough game against like an Atletico Madrid, yeah, and it's like nil nil or one nil, you keep them on, yeah. yeah. But it's all circumstantial. I want to give a special shout out to who Alvarez. I think might be the best player in the Premier League right now, Bernardo Silva, Joao Cancelo. Really, he is the most well-rounded. The goal he scored, yeah, was fucking unreal. He's a joke. His movement, his passing, his awareness, his like, he doesn't have a bad bit in his game. Fuck me. Like, I think he might be the best overall player in the Premier League right now. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's a bold statement to yeah, make, but like... Huge statement. He's been yeah. so... Like, it's so massive for this Man City team too. Like, the way he creates and recycles a ball and getting into that area and hitting that strike. I just me. That was... He is was a joke. ridiculous. And then Alvarez too, to come on and bury two. We started this game. This oh, was his first start, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. even still... He, um, to come on and score two in the yeah. late and as soon as Haaland goes off basically he says yeah. right watch me score some he goals played now. well too he looked really good he looked lively um, I will say there was the one I think I think it was his first goal where he um, makes the keeper mm. he um, he could have squared he should have squared Haaland the angle was so tight oh, I remember and Haaland was like Haaland had spun right in the centre of the box and I was like surely you square that and he, yeah. he didn't but he scored yeah but I was like, like that could have been an e- another goal for Harlan, like easily another goal. I think when you're already fucking four up, and you're Alvarez, you go, I need, I need some of this. Yeah, like I need to I get think my name out there too. Otherwise, Pep's not going to use me next. Just week. A yeah. attacking greediness. Yeah. when you're winning, you can yeah. take it then. But yeah. I think it, I, I just think if that if that's Silver or Foden in that situation, they square. Him. Yeah, 
But that's the well, difference. Foden actually didn't square it. Yeah, he one shot time when and Haaland finished yeah. it. Yeah. Did he? Did they end up scoring from that? I thought. It, I thought the keeper saved it and then it came off the post back to Haaland. Did that? Did it? Maybe. I don't know. Perhaps I can't remember. I feel like I saw that happening, but it could have been a fever dream. Surprised that the benching De Bruyne, benching Mares, and they play as well as they did. Their front, their front four in that game was so free flowing. Like, oh, Silva's fucking he's amazing. Good. He is so good. The way he like he provides something a bit different, I think, to um, De Bruyne when he plays. He, yeah. When he plays that central role, I think he did against Nottingham anyway. And he he just, I don't know. He doesn't like De Bruyne gets on the ball and makes things happen. Bernardo Silva makes things happen off the ball. Yeah. He makes so many ridiculous runs. Yeah. It just opens gaps everywhere. He get don't get me looking for the ball too. Yeah. Like De Bruyne is like a visionary and Silva's like a magician. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. But yeah. Um sketch predictions. Which fall down the spot. You can write your quote up on the wall. Um we all had it in Man City's favour, Scarcity 3-1, Jackie 5-0, Benny 4-0, and I had it 2-1. Close, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, West Ham versus Tottenham. Ooh. Tottenham? I'm not Tottenham, uh, West Ham. West Ham big, pulling it out. That, and to be honest, West Ham were the better team. Yeah, yeah, 100%. They had the more chances. Declan Rice almost scored a fucking absolute what? screamer, a jumping volley from the edge of the box. What the fuck was Hugo Lloris doing this yeah. game? He had a stinger, hey? Yeah, yeah, it was rubbish. shocking. He was, but to be fair, Tottenham were just inviting pressure. Their centre-backs too. West Ham in the second half was so good at pushing up on him and pushing him right back. And then it'd get to Lloris or one of their centre-backs and they'd just lump it to where the West Ham midfield's already moved up to. And just, in, again, immediate, that's where the goal came from, from the throw-in. They yeah. broke him. Push yeah. that line. I think against West Ham, you have to you have to press them because if if you invite pressure like Tottenham did, Suchek gets in the box. Yeah, and that's dangerous. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he yeah. fucking yeah. just wins everything. It seems. Last year, teams I like that to stop that because he scored so many goals a year before last, and this year he was just well. This goal is mm. exactly that. Drives in there, big yeah. check bastard takes mm. the ball and puts it in the bottom corner. Yeah. Shout out to West Ham. It's good to see him play. The football we know they can play. I'm also very excited now that they've got Paqueta. He's going to mm. open that front three up. Yeah, they've made some signings. Yeah. They've made some brilliant signings. I talked, of, I talked about Tottenham's midfield. I like theirs, but I'm lucky in West Ham's midfield. Jesus. Mm. I think um, Owen or... It have to be I like think it'll be four nails. Be yeah, four nails because four nails plays through the middle, I think, more than yeah, anyone else. The middle through the left. Well, I like Bowen, though. Like Ben Rama, Suchek, Rice. Like Bowen. No, I do. Oh, I think Bowen was my player pick for West Ham this season. Yeah, yeah. I like. But Bowen. Fornells, yeah, he'd probably be the one. Fornells might look move out to the left. I think. I think. Well, I think Paqueta will be a mainstay in the sort of center of that three, mm. and then Ben Rama, Fornells, Lanzini will all sort of rotate on that left hand yeah. side. It's, it's probably time for Lanzini to look for a loan move out. I mean, obviously the window's closed now. Left it a bit late, but it's probably time for him to start thinking about moving on. For mm. him, I think that's a good idea. For West Ham, no, because they need the depth, and he is good depth to have. Yeah, he can play in that pi- in that pivot too with Rice or Suchek as well. He's we've seen him do that before. Yeah, he's so. well rounded enough. Yeah, but yeah. Tottenham didn't really look at the races. Very impressive. Um, they, I think they the first twenty minutes they probably had a good few chances. Or mm. Were cutting West Ham apart a bit, but West Ham really grew into it and fought back at them. So yeah. It's a big result for him, you know. First start for Basuma as well, just quietly. And he 
did yeah. okay. Did okay, but didn't didn't set the world alight. No. Um, but yeah, good for West Ham, not so good for Tottenham. Um, predictions for this one: Scassi had it three two West Ham, uh, Tottenham. Jackie had it two one Tottenham. Benny had it three two West Ham, and I had it three one West Ham. Mm. Let's on be on this next one. Aren't you? On to the big yeah game of the week robbery of the week. I am spewing, but I'm also very happy because that Newcastle performance was marvelous. I didn't think Liverpool deserved a win at all. I no, thought they didn't. They got. I think Newcastle. Newcastle. Are you joking or what? No, I think Newcastle were fantastic. I don't think what? Newcastle were fantastic. Newcastle on the floor for like it was like twenty four minutes of the game. How's that fantastic? I yeah, I don't think they were fantastic. That was shit. That was shit. First, shit first yeah. half, fantastic. First half, Newcastle were good. They were I think, fucking cuts. But Newcastle deserved. Yeah, they didn't more deserve that. It's, it's, it's like me, Liverpool getting the win. It's not undeserved either. I think it is. I think. No. I think Isaac scores a second goal that to me should yeah. be offside. Can we just Alexander? Is it? They brought him straight in. Yeah, and he fucking well. murks like, that Liverpool defense. We have seventy-two percent possession to twenty-eight. Twenty-three shots to five. Yeah, yeah. That's like how does Liverpool not win? Deserve to win that? Well, because I th- I think that um, Newcastle got up and they sat in, which is what they did. They they Being played well in the first half pressure, and they yeah. sat in, but which is what most teams do. It doesn't mean you deserve to win if you're going to soak up pr- um, possession and shoot a lot. That doesn't mean you deserve to win. That's the point of football. So I reckon... No, overall, right. I don't deserve to win performance here is anti-football for me. I reckon it was shocking. It's it disgusting. Fucking falling all over the ground. Wasting time, kicking the ball away. Are you are you footballers or are you just here to fucking be on the field and take part? Like, yeah. Like, I understand that me. to slow down game of play, you got to do it to break momentum. But it was shocking. Like, it was not a brilliant performance. No. No. I... I thought they were, and I thought Ryan Fraser was particularly hot in the first half. He was in that space again, doing that same thing that United did to Trent, just opening that space in behind him. Isaac came in. Isaac was good, immense. But his goal was fucking wonderful. The way he drifted between the midfield and defence of Liverpool made everyone fucking disappear. For me, Isaac and Fraser, finish. I liked watching that game, but everyone else was just, yeah, it was just dog shit. Nick Pope was. Fantastic again too. Strong. He's really I mean, he's pushed Dubravka completely out of the club. Yeah. Like the way he's played this season. For me, I thought like football fans would be happy for Liverpool getting that win. So that's just like a big fuck you to that. No one dog likes shit performance. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's the big thing. Is fucking everyone hates yeah, but like to watch teams play like the way Newcastle did that game, like no one wants to see that in football. I mean yeah. but a scrappy you also one wanna see against. you also want to see the big dog knocked off its off yeah. its Perch, is it? Yeah, for but me, yeah. for me, that's what it was. It was them taking it to a big yeah. six club and saying, "Look, we, we're fucking here to play. We're and here to party." They like, looked. They good. weren't there to play. They were there to. The first the half, they the looked. Yeah. They looked good for me. The first half, Newcastle arguably were the better team with the what what they created. Mm. Isaac scored the goal. Isaac scored a second. Didn't Should, get allowed. For me, that's ro- that. That is not fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not fair It should have been I should have you up On assault charges uh, <laughs> Harvey Elliott was amazing This game though Yeah he Man was the match too I don't think Liverpool Created like Very well They Once Once Newcastle sat in And soaked up the pressure New, Liverpool had a lot of shots Of mm. course But they didn't create Many good chances In the first half um, Which for me 
look like new. That's why Newcastle were as good as they were. They hit. They sat in. They hit him on the break well. What I'll say about Newcastle is they obviously set up to be shit houses and yeah, and they, do they this knew sort what of they thing. Were doing. I'm more angry at this game because of that than the United game that we lost because mm. we were shit in that game. Yeah. United were good, but in this game, Newcastle just anti football. You got to expect that being a Liverpool fan. I think Everton did Not, it to you as the last season. We expect season. it. I think our reaction is just more so of Newcastle having a fantastic performance. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I thought, I mean, they set up and they played their game plan and they all, it fucking almost worked for them. They for were, me, like, this win was like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't felt a celebration like that in ages. This win was It was like the biggest good. fuck you to another team. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of the Everton game last season when Everton did it and Pickford was time-wasting and then... Yeah, and then that was exactly right. And yeah, and then Allison yeah. started doing. T- and we love that win too because same at the end, Allison fucking <laughs> yeah, did it. Drops. Yeah. yeah, that's but the problem like, when you play the shit house game, though. You've got to be prepared to yeah. do it for if there's fucking five extra minutes of but, time. Yeah, shout out, and there to, always um, will be because yeah. they're on the ground for twenty four minutes, like you said, or whatever. Shout out to our young boys, though, like Elliot and Cavallo, like in the team where you need the big heads to pull something together. The two young boys. Well, Elliot started, Cavalier come on, but they both just took that game a lot. Mm. So shout out to those two young boys. And I think I don't think I know Cavalier deserves a start. Henderson's injured. <laughs> I don't think I so know. I think <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to play a midfield like trio on the Fabinho, Carvalho and Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. I would, yeah. Who, who, do you, who do you have next week? Everson. Everton tonight. Tonight. The Merseyside derby. I don't think you do that. Of all games to play it in, I think that's a... Fucking risky one to do. Well, it's well, I, I, it's I, rather off or a Milner. I think you have to if you're gonna play Cavo, you have to take out Elliot. No, no, but he was he's been too yeah, good as exactly. well. Exactly. So Elliot, play. I don't, I don't think you can play Elliot and Cavo. You're too unbalanced in the midfield. Mm-hmm. No, no, Fabinho sits. I think that adds more balance than say if Milner was to play. Tonight. Yeah, so but we I. we spoke about this against after the United game. How when Hendo plays on the right, he covers for Trent. Yeah, yeah, that's why Fabinho will sit instead of pushing forward because Fabinho likes to push and break and pass the ball around. But so you can have two Fabinho midfielders sits that go. As a six. If yeah, you have two midfielders that go, you can't have Trent go. Well, that yeah, exactly. no, they don't both go. Like but I know both. what you're saying, they are two attacking midfielders, yeah. but they're even though they are young, they are smart enough to say, "I'm not going to go running behind this time. I'll well, sit a little like that ten meters deeper mm. out, outside the box." Yeah, didn't work against United. <laughs> but that's because we didn't play. Like we Harvey Elliott was the one that he he sort of didn't have that mouse to say. Okay, I'll sit in this yeah. situation where Alanga's going to break or Rashford will break. Well, that's because Milner on the other side didn't offer that. Exactly. He, so Elliott was f- almost forced to say, "Well, if Milner's not going to do that, I've got to be the one that's going to run him behind." Well, it'll be it'll you know, be interesting to see. I think mm. it'd be because if if. <coughs> Elliot and Carvalho with Fabinho sitting can work yeah. in the midfield. It would be exciting to watch. I think, I think it that's could. why Henderson was C at the end. It wouldn't work. Just like yeah. the game against United. That's why that happened because Henderson was C at the end, which I never agree with. And we had Milner who was just not really doing it either. But having Fabinho who can sit and protect like that, I think it definitely would work. And that's why I think the balance is better with mm. two attacking midfielders. Like if you're versus City, you wouldn't do it, but... Versus yeah. Everton, it's yeah, definitely true. doable. Because that's like what you're saying with, with Milner not making those runs. Elliot was forced to. When Cavallo does make those runs, Elliot actually, doesn't have to do it every single time. I actually thought, that, I think that's harsh in Milner. I thought he 
bomb forward a lot in that game against United. But oh no, for another day. Yeah, no, no. I, I, <laughs> I those agree bomb with you forward, it's well. completely different. Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's a different way. Yeah, I, yeah he he was getting forward. He was doing things, but yeah, yeah. It's the beard. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Picks for this one. Um, Scass, you had it 3 0 Liverpool. Jackie, 3 1 Liverpool. Benny, you had it 2 1 Newcastle. And I had it 1 all. So, so close again. Fucking Fuck yeah, every Jackie. fucking week, I'm a minute away. Um, oh, here we go. Game of the week. The most fucking boring second half of football I think I've ever watched in my life. Lesser versus Man United. First oh, half, we just went out gosh. there and murdered them, put them to bed. I feel we Leicester didn't. Show up at all. Sancho finally getting numbers. Sancho's the boy. Too. He's oh, yeah. so fluid in that front three. So pivotal in that front three. I'll say my prediction now. I predicted 2-1. I was to thinking who? to Leicester. Yep. I was thinking this is the game that they start. And, I mean, it's got to come soon. <laughs> I just saw against United, a big team, they would bring something a bit extra than they have. But, I, but obviously, what they you look, said, they look shit. Like Madison yeah. was woeful. Every ball he tried to play went out Actually, or just to nowhere. I thought Madison was good. Madison was the only spark I thought Leicester had. But no one around him. I thought Harvey Barnes was their spark to be. Yeah, to be Because he was driving in every time. Madison couldn't find him. Vardy was mm. not even there. The few times he picked up the ball, picked up a stupid yellow card before being yeah. subbed off. Like Harvey yeah. Barnes, yeah. Harvey was Barnes was electric. He was driving. I don't he, even think. That was Vardy's um, yellow, by the way. I'm pretty sure Madison got it for descent. Was that? I th- thought Vardy picked up. It the looked like Vardy, but I, I'm pretty sure I, I watched it because oh, I finished watching it last night, and um, the commentator said it's um, Madison, not Vardy, who got the yellow for descent. Let's have a look. <coughs> yeah, but I thought Man United again. We've gone out and we've done the same thing again, like we did against Southampton. Well, yeah, it was Madis. Um We just sit in and wait and absorb pressure in the second half. Um, yeah, but that, the can whole I say that ref was shit house. Yeah, he was not good. He gave the yellow. He gave to Delo, I think. Malassia, I think it was. Both yeah. Delo. The, the was like ten minutes, fifteen minutes in. Yeah. First tackle like Delo had made. Yeah, and it wasn't that bad. Yes, it was a counter, and he grabbed him, but it wasn't that bad. Not a yellow card challenge for me. Malassia's not a yellow. Nowhere near a yellow. Malassia's yeah. wasn't even a foul. He gives a yellow card to him. Yes. And then Martinez, I can't remember Martinez's, but... He just it, clad someone. <laughs> just, he had to make Oh, that's right. When him. Drewsbury Hall came yeah. through one-on-one with Varane and he came through the back of him yeah. sort of thing. That's understandable. But yeah, the ref was off on one, to be honest. I thought he was fucking dreadful. I think, yeah. again, Ten Hag, a very well-managed performance. I think it's absolutely sacrilegious that Scott McTominay started over Casemiro because when Casemiro came in, Next to McTominay, we looked fucking solid. Does he start next week? Surely. Over Against who? Arsenal. Over who? Over McTominay. No way in the world. McTominay was one of the men of the match in that game. You wouldn't start Casemiro over McTominay. I don't think Ten Hag will. I think... How can you drop McTominay after a performance? That's the best performance Form is temporary played. class is permanent. Does it have to yeah, be McTominay? What about... Yeah, Ericsson. Ericsson, for me, if you drop... Oh, if you drop anyone, Alanga... Mm. Yeah, drops, Alanga. Bruno Wright, Ericsson push... Casemiro comes in. That way we've got two holders. Ericsson as a holder isn't... Ericsson as a holder is not a holder. He's just a creative option that's deeper. Because in this game, our goal came because of Bruno's freedom. Because Bruno drifted into that wide area, picked the ball up, and he took... So they were very good at taking us man for man and cutting the frame, and that's why our creativity wasn't too great. 
But as soon as it, Bruno was like, oh, look, I'll just go over here. Watch this. Mm. Bang. We just create a chance. Dallow as well, though. To Dallow be fair, was marvelous. Picked that ball out. Marvelous. To, to Bruno. Unreal. Going forwards and going back. Dallow was throwing himself into challenges, blocks, everything. He was, he was my man of the match. But Scott McTominay and Varane, both very Varane hard, was though. massive. Martinez, massive. Malassia has been good. a godsend. Yeah, like, very good. Jaden Sancho, what a calm finish too. One-on-one, yeah, takes it around his man. I actually didn't think he was he had the best game, Sancho. No, he, again, he was very problematic. Um, the good thing we know this game, didn't see any forced pressure. Like that, no. well, when we saw when they conceded for trying to play out the back, yeah, yeah. like they saw that out, which is good because well, that, yeah, you got to cut that shit out because we just fucking kicked the ball long. Now. Yeah, but it's, you, it's, it's you look at that Leicester team as well that we're playing against. They have to put Ndidi at centre back. I thought Telemans was marvelous. I don't know how Leicester fucking held on to him this. I don't way, know though. why we didn't get him thirty-five mil. Don't know. Well, I, yeah, I don't know how he stayed in this window. Crazy. Um, yeah, their goalkeeper was fucking. <laughs> left a lot to be desired. So, what changes are made then for the what? What lineup do you think will happen for the Arsenal game? For the Arsenal game, I would say the same back five. Of course. Yeah, keep it as it is and just bring Casemiro in for McTominay. I wouldn't be mad at it because I think well, I agree with you. I think Casemiro is a much yeah. better player than Scott McTominay. But the fact that he hasn't changed the winning side yet, like he's he's big on if you perform, you stay in the team, yeah. which I like. But being proactive in your changes as well, I think, is, is important. Yeah, because yeah. you're thinking about, like, we're coming up against a 5-5 five and five Arsenal team. Yeah. Scott McTominay might not be it. But in saying I, that, I just, I Ericsson for me might not be. Like, Ericsson mm. holding. But, yeah, it just depends. It depends on how Arsenal set up too. Because if they allow the freedom, if they allow Bruno to get into those pockets of spaces and create like that, then I'm not that angry that Ericsson will be there. Because Ericsson... Like, if you play Scott McTominay, you have to have someone next to him who can actually play passes forward because yeah. McTominay Casimir can't. Can. Casimir, that's what yeah, I'm saying. If shit. McTominay starts... I would almost... Uh, I know it's it's never going to happen, but I would almost say if you had Fred and Casemiro starting against Arsenal and Fred could just be an Odegaard... Yeah. An Odegaard man marker. Yeah. Because Odegaard is the danger. Like, obviously, yeah. they're ridiculously dangerous everywhere but if yeah. you let him get on the ball he'll make things happen yeah. I'd, 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 back, be good at that. I'd back Dallo and Malassia one on one against Saka and Martinelli yeah. to hold the spaces or at least be able to make a challenge it'll make him think twice but yeah Odegaard the way he drifts and creates obviously Jesus as well but he was a single striker and we've got two centre backs So also yeah. I think Casemiro and Fred will know Jesus's game more than anyone being yeah. Brazilian yeah. together but yeah, it's it's we'll going to be interesting. Obviously, we finished the window. We picked up Anthony. He'll probably make a cameo. <coughs> he might get the nod over Ronaldo, I'd say, because usually we just bring on the one attacker. I dare say it'll be Anthony over Ronaldo. I don't know if there's a week it. for it, but... I doubt it. I thought Anthony would have started over Rashford. They have like a front three of Sancho, Ronaldo, Anthony. No, he'll start over Alanga. Um, yeah. For me, when Ronaldo came on... Yeah. When Ronaldo came on, he was different gravy. He showed what Ronaldo, uh, what Rashford isn't in yeah. in a number ten. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, he he held up the ball. Interplay was unreal. Mm. He's, I mean, he's Ronaldo. He had a, a ridiculous chance with that oh, overhead that kick that almost scored. He's thirty nine years old and he throws his body yeah. around like that. Like he's mental. just he's thirty nine. I think 37. 37. 37. Yeah, sorry. I mean, but still old. Yeah, still old as fuck. <laughs> still well done. I, I, I don't know. I think the way... I, 
in my head, the way we play at the moment in this system that Ten Hag wants to just pump the ball forward all the time, you've got to have you've got to have a, a good aerial threat up there. Which for it, me, Ronaldo is got, the best. In if it. you've got the runners on, though, like yeah. We have when we've got Langer on the field, he's a runner on, but Sancho doesn't yeah, make Sancho's that commit because he wants to have the ball, take a man on, yeah. and then create the space and feed it. And he's not like a roll the shoulder winger like yeah. Rashford and Alanga and Anthony kind of are. I can see him dropping Alanga for Ronaldo and then Rashford out on the left. Yeah, this this, this game against Arsenal. Yeah, because he's got to he's got to integrate Ronaldo into the team now. Okay, like the 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 discipline. The disciplinary action he's taken has worked. Has worked, yeah. Like to be he's, honest, the window worked. is gone. Ronaldo didn't leave. Yeah, we've still got one of the best strikers in the world in our club. Yeah, integrate him in the team. Yeah, now, now you kind of have to. Yeah, the decision's been made. You've got to use him. And if he if he then still needs the discipline, you can drop him again. Yeah, you know if he if he start because because when Ronaldo's come on, he looks like. He wants to be there a bit more, yeah. Like he, he's tr- like f- getting that fight back. Mm. Whereas if he if he starts games and then loses the fight again, get rid of him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like and yeah. then we got Anthony in too. Yeah, like it completely revolutionizes that front line. We've got you can play three, you can play Sancho and Anthony, two creative wingers who want to dribble on the ball, and have you can even play two up top and let two runners create Ooh. options for him. Like it's very exciting. But yeah, a one nil win. Yes, predictions. We'll take it. Predictions were two all draw for you, Scousey. Jackie had it two one Leicester. Benny had it three one United, and I had it one nil Manchester United. On you, I know my team. (laughs) Cal the Dragon with that shirt on, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'll cut all my hair off. I'm not on the bar of it. Diet pink, mate. (laughs) Flames down the side of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, so let's push now at the hour 40 mark into the transfer window. We'll review or we'll go through the big transfers that all the clubs have made in and out. Um, do we want to do predictions first or for the next following two? Oh, weeks? we can do. We can do if you want. Are we just going to do a super long episode? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're already at. Should we do the predictions at the end just to break it up for the listeners? Yeah. 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 So. so, yeah. so Transfers. We'll start off with Bournemouth. Um, Probably the biggest signing, maybe. Should we categorise them as we go? Oh, biggest signing okay. for each team. Biggest signing for me for Bournemouth is Neto. Yeah, I was about to say that, Neto. Um, so they bought in Ryan Fredericks from West Ham, Marcus Tavernier from Middlesbrough, um, Neto from Barcelona, Sensi from Feyenoord. Um, that's, they bought in others as well, but they're the big... I would say Sinisi for me would ones. be their top, top signing. I'm surprised they picked him up from Feyenoord. Mm. I mean, it's a, it's a random sign-in. Um, players they let go, they let go of a lot, but they're Cahill. big ones. Gary Cahill, they've let go. I think that's kind of it. From it their, yeah. Their first team kind of players. Um, so, yeah. I think D. what Scott Parker said was completely correct. They are under-equipped for the Premier League. I don't yeah. think these signings for a team that are coming up are enough to keep them there and to build and push on. Why did they release Gary Cahill? I think he was on a decent chunk of money when they came back up to the Prem. And he's yeah, who knows? 38 or something. Getting on. Yeah. So should we push on to Arsenal? Push on to Arsenal. They've not bought in a lot, but they've bought in quality. So they've yeah. got Jesus, Zinchenko, uh, Fabio Vieira, and the young Marquinhos from Sao Paulo. He's a little 
or 17 year old winger might well, the see standout it. is yeah Gabriel Jesus yeah. look they've whoa look at their outs their outs is fucking mental Holy so shit. big ones they've got Lacazette um Gwendouzi Gwendouzi is finally being sold on a permanent Nuno Tavares out on loan Bernd Leno, Leno. Terreira um, Balogun Terreira Pablo Mari out on loan Nicholas well. Pepe out on loan Maitland Hector Bellerin Niles. permanently Maitland Niles permanently I think yeah. Arsenal's outs are almost as good as their incomings yeah. they've, looked, yeah. they've gotten rid of a lot of their a lot of unnecessary load. players yeah, yeah. 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 Lack yeah. Of, Lacazette going you know um, Gwendouzi, as we said, going. I think could have kept Gwendouzi to be honest, but Gwendouzi going. Nah, he's a fucking. He's got an atten- uh, attitude problem yeah. for sure. His head is not there. Big time gone. Another thing with Arsenal is I don't even think we've seen Fabio Vieira for him not yet. Once a thirty million no. pound signing from Porto, who looks really good too. Mm. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, I think we'll see him. In we'll the see him soon, games. yeah. Because, yeah. like we've said, it's been best eleven versus. Best eleven, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. when when these games start to really come thick and fast, he, he'll play. When they've got to diversify, yeah. yeah. I have I have Arsenal as one of the best windows for me, to be honest. It's definitely the only thing, there. the only thing I w- well, I, personally because you don't want to just sign heaps of players if you don't need them. Yeah. And they didn't need them. They needed a few key positions. So they got them. They got them in. The only thing I would say that they lacked was a holding midfielder to yeah. to cover for well, Shabby. Uh, sorry, Shabby. Um, Shaka and. Um, they yeah. did. Marty, they did injured. try. They tried to get Douglas Louise on deadline that would day. Have been last like sixty minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would have been. It, it was just too much for him to get it all done. But yeah, a decent window. I think they will get someone in January for sure. Yeah, I think the summer window they had last year is kind of the benchmark for what they're doing this year. Like obviously they made a lot of business last year. I think nine players or something. Yeah, and all those players now are coming through, and you got your Ben White, your Aaron Ramsdale's. Starting to show and perform, um, yeah. I don't mind that Arsenal didn't sign a midfielder there because I really want to see Zinchenko in the midfield. Yeah, I think he can definitely push up into that spot. Mm-hmm. All right, Aston Villa. Um, they brought in some decent players, so they got Coutinho permanently, um, Kamara from Marseille on a free, Diego Carlos, which was a great signing, but he's now injured for the whole season. Yeah. Um, Robin Olsen as a backup goalkeeper, uh, Ludwig Augustinsson as a yeah Den Donker on deadline day and a That's permanent a deal, and Jan Bednarek on loan on a permanent oh, on a on loan on loan from Southampton. <laughs> um, good signings for their depth. They definitely needed some some players in there. I think their outs is where it they, starts to fall apart slowly. Yeah. So they've lost Matt Target, um, Trezeguet. Wesley is out on loan. They've lost Tricky County Chukamanka. Um Bertrand Triore out on loan. El Ghazi gone permanently. Aaron Ramsey. Courtney That's Horse. Jacob Ramsey's oh, younger brother. Not the same one. <laughs> They've a lot of their youth has gone out on loan. Um a lot of the players who were kind of warm the bench, but I think Matt Target actually, I think is a big loss. Yeah. I know he like, He was at Newcastle last year on loan. Yeah, yeah. I thought they had a really oh, good window. Was he? F- did he oh, go uh, there on ge- at January? January online? January. I feel like he played last year for Aston Villa. Okay. Yeah, he went and on ge- at January. January. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Howe came in. Yeah, I know Digno's like first choice, but to have a backup, to have him would have been handy. Yeah. Well, they did bring in Al Gunstinson, who I believe is a left back from Sevilla. I think they yeah they've done really well. Villa Villa's board had 
it's good killed business. it. They've yeah. done. They've had a really good transfer window. Good um, business all round. They've got good ins, but also bad outs. Yeah, they didn't really spend crazy on anyone. They did good business. Who's like they're out. The only one to me that's a bad one maybe Matt Target. Mm. You know who else? Chukwuemanka. I don't, I don't think that's a bad out. Twenty million pound for him. Yeah, I guess from a monetary standpoint, yeah. But yeah. I think for a youth winger, like mm. a bit of a spark in that front line, they could definitely Co- do with one at the minute. Courtney Horse would be maybe the only, uh, only other one that I would say maybe should have kept a hold of. Mm. Yeah, well, he's only out on loan. Yeah, I know. But, Watford, but, but still, well, yeah, the Aston Villa squad. I think they're out. Yeah. Is is what I'm talking about for their hey. squad. As yeah, like performance wise. Yeah, okay. For the for the board, for the owners, and the thinking about money. Yeah, yeah. It's a well, good window. I think. Um, I think their transfer window is a big reason Stevie's in trouble mm. because they've they've really done bits. They've done a lot. Yeah, mm. and they've got him in early too. Like Coutinho playing last season, they signed that off early. Kamara came in before preseason, so did Diego yeah. Carlos. On a free before preseason, they really snooped everyone for that. Can yeah. I just say? Bubakar Kamara has looked dreadful. Yeah. Mm. I, I, like I said it. I, I, like I remember it. saying in the very first episode, I did not rate him against United in the preseason game. Mm. Yeah. And obviously it was early, but. I was excited to see. Fucking hell, he looks shit. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, it's only five games, but I was, I wanted him at United. So did I. Kind of glad he's not there. Yeah. Well, lucky I think he's, he's a free. Right. I think he's being harsh. Nah, he. I think he's all right. Nah, he looks. He's, yeah, especially with Villa's performances, like. Kind of telling, yeah. Just looks, yeah. I just, I just think there's others that aren't stepping up to the plate. Yeah, I think it's a whole Aston oh, to collect, not just yeah, a singular yeah. an issue. Um, yeah. push on the Brentford. Pushing on to Brentford, they've made a lot of signings. The notable ones: Aaron Hickey from Bologna, um, Damsgaard, Keen Lewis Potter from Hull, Damsgaard, Thomas Strakosha from Lazio, the goalie, um, Ben Mee, obviously. Part-time manager last year at Burnley. Some good, a very big window for Brentford. They brought in a lot of depth. They've um, got a lot out. Um, obviously, losing Christian Eriksen on a free, but kind of to Man United is mainly their main. Yeah, the rest are sort of The rest are kind of youth or squad players. Yeah, average window to me. Average window. They've they've done just as well as they've lost. Obviously, losing Eriksen was huge, but they were always going to because they offered him the lifeline to get back into football. Yeah. Um, is kind of a no-brainer for them. What he did for him was massive, but I think that both parties are happy with kind of what they got. Uh, they got to stay yeah. up in the Prem and he got to get back to playing football. So shout out to you, Christian Eriksen. We love you. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion. A weird window, should Billy we say. Billy Gilmore's. Billy Gilmore's from, massive on a permanent. From a business point of view, Brighton, for me, oh. have had a very oh, yeah. good window. They, they won the window. Yeah, very, very good window. You got a really lot of players. Um, so, they yeah, notable players, notable ones they bought in. Billy Gilmore on a permanent from Chelsea. Levi Colwell on loan from Chelsea. Esther Punin from Villarreal to replace Cucurella yeah. for a third of the price. Mental. Um, at the door, Cucurella, Basuma. Fucking hell, they've sent a lot of players out on loan. Mm. Holy guacamole Cucurella there Shane Duffy out on loan as well Neil Mope Sold him to Everton Yeah I mean They've done well They've I really like Bill Gilmore as a signing Yeah yeah. He was suit that Brighton team too He's gonna be massive Two shells fucking lost his head By losing that deal there (laughs) 
Um, it, it would never fit in Chelsea's. They're too physical. Wish we Gallagher back now. Yeah. Um, we'll push straight on to Chelsea then. Their incomings are massive. Um, Raheem, The Dream, Kula Bali, Chukawamenka, Kukarela, Fafana, Aubameyang, and Zakaria on loan. Day from Inter as well. Yeah. That's snuck under the radar, didn't it? Yeah. That was a I great signing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, a decent win though, but good players in. But their players out. They obviously lost. They were forced, forced yeah. to lose some of these with a lot of it. Rudiger, Christensen. Yeah, forgot even drink water played. Drink there. water. Charlie Masonda got released. Lukaku's um, gone back out. Lukaku on loan. Levi Colwell on loan. Timo oh. Werner on a permanent. Malang Sarr out on loan. Emerson to West Ham. Ross Barkley <laughs> released. Hudson Adoy out on a loan. What? Ethan Ampadu out on a loan. Marcus Alonso, Billy Gilmore, Michi Bashawai. A lot of potential first teamers gone. Yeah. Yeah. They've dropped a lot. I don't think they've done well, Chelsea. No. They they haven't covered what they lost Mm -mm. in in any way, shape. They made stupid signings, like letting players go that they don't need to let go and then signing players like triple the price that they don't need to sign. But the thing is, like I was saying, they were forced into some of those. Yeah. Yeah, but they haven't. Contracts. They haven't signed well to what they lost. Like they, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. they knew what they were going to lose. It's just the way they sell their youth for me fucks me right off. I just don't understand it. Just you, like Malang Sar. Hoods in the doy. Yeah, they loan Malang Sar, don't they? Yeah, but why? They they signed him. They didn't use him, and then they just let him. Yeah, like when they need centre backs, he's got to add more value than uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Surely, I don't know. Loftus Cheek's he's quality. been he's been pretty good, but I don't think he but is uh, like he's not going to. He's not going to take Chelsea to the next level where I feel who? like... But he's a good squad player to have. Yeah, yeah, Who's this? Loftus-Cheek. Oh, who is are we comparing him to? Saar, Malang Saar. Oh, no, no, I was comparing him to um, Hudson Odoi. Oh, sorry. Because they play a similar position. Like, well, Ho- Loftus-Cheek is a midfielder, cent- central midfielder, but yeah. they've played him a couple of times as wing-back. Yeah, they are. Hudson Odoi has played as well. Mm. And I feel like he would add... He has the potential to take Chelsea. I don't think Tuchel likes Hudson Odoi that much, to be honest. No. Yeah, it looks like it's it. a lot of managers have a problem with Hudson yeah. Odoi. I don't know. It must be behind the scenes, sort mm. of maybe his attitude, a bratty or little kid. Yeah. yeah, like thinks he's better than he is. Yeah, maybe? I, it, it has know. to be part of it anyway. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Crystal Palace. Um, no, a lot of business in. in. Decore. Which has been a good Decore in. Yeah, Sam Johnston in on a free as well. Chris the Richards was a big Bayern. one, but. He hasn't really come into the team hasn't yet. Hit, yeah. The biggest let go, probably you could say Ben Teko. Oh yeah, I didn't even know he left. Mark Kiyate. Martin Kelly as well. To, to the America. Yeah. Check Kiyate is a big one. Letting him go to Nottingham Forest too. Letting him fill out that team. God, when we get to Nottingham Forest, this list is going to be fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of a whatever window for... They did a lot of business last summer. So yeah. they kind of just... They hovered to yeah, me. Just held... Steady, I'd say. Mm. Everton. Um, they done good defensively. With done well. Obviously, they sold Richarlison for a good bit of coin. Jimmy Gale. Deli Alley out on loan. Um, Gay. Jean-Philippe Gabaman out on loan. But yeah, bringing in Tarkovsky, Vinagre, Dwight McNeil, Connor Cody, Amadou Onana, Mope, Adrissagana Gay on a permanent again, and Jimmy Garner on a They've permanent. They've actually done good bringing players in, though. Yeah. I really like the fact, well, I don't like, I like James Garner a lot. I think he's going to be massive in that Everton team. He's definitely Does Prem he ready. Yeah. It's a permanent? Yeah, it's a permanent deal. 15 mil with a 
sell on calls to United. Surprised they didn't do buyback. Uh, it's dumb that they didn't do buy. I don't understand why they didn't do buyback. So but what happens run if, by idiots. if United are buying back? Do they get that sell on? <laughs> well, I think yeah. I discount <laughs> sign back for fifty yeah. million. We'll I think sell on. <laughs> I think the sell on clause is either like we get first dibs. So if yeah. he, if whoever comes and says we're going to pay thirty mil, they go, oh well, United, do you want to pay thirty mil? And we'll go, no thanks. And then we'll wait for him to go elsewhere, and we'll pay eighty mil in fucking five years instead. Just seeing um, <laughs> Deli Alley go to Bessie cause Yeah, they should yeah. Dash. But I think that's a great window from Everton With the I players they've well. in Gay, Garner, Gomez. Like we've already seen the immediate impact of Tarkovsky and Connor Cody Dwight McNeil is not a world beater But he's very solid in that team Yeah, I think I'm not that impressed <laughs> Panicky window to me. I liked I liked their early signings. I liked Tarkovsky. I liked Connor Cody. I didn't mind Dwight McNeil. Um, they overpaid for Onana, in my opinion. Neil Morpay doesn't suit the Everton system for me. Um, Adrisa Garner Gay, is James guy? Garner, and Onana all very similar holding midfielders. I wouldn't. Onana can play anywhere. Does play it. He's he, been a centre he, back. He's yeah. been a forward. He's been and the way he plays isn't a holding midfielder play at all. I think. But they're naturally he is naturally Onana is, well, but he can be. He is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he can be um, box to box, obviously. But that he hasn't even been making it into the side yet. Onana. No, but again, he's not long signed. Saying this, he'll weeks. score the winner against Liverpool tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I think it could, like, it could be a good window, but we'll see. I think this next team we're going to talk about might just have had one of the best windows of the of the window of the fucking my Fulham. head Fulham, yeah. Um, the players they've brought in: Paulinho, Andreas Pereira, Babu, and Babu Bernd Leno, Issa Diop, Duffy, Kazawa, Willian, Carlos Vinicius, and Dan James. Willian's an interesting one because. He was washed at Chelsea. Shit at Arsenal. Yeah, that's a weird window from Fulham. I like it a lot. I think so do I. Kazawa, <laughs> Diop, and Duffy, and Lena, and the whole back four and goalkeeper they've just signed. That's a Premier League Kuzawa. back four. Like that's my marvelous for me. Their signing is the the signing of the window for Fulham is Pelina. He's mm. their big signing. Yeah, it's very he's, exciting to watch, and he has hit the ground running. Yeah, Pereira, great. Oh, I like him, Babu. And Babu hasn't played really, but he's a good player. Good he will be solid. For I don't him. know why that he's not playing. I don't really rate Tede for him. He's he's their one of their weak links in their back line for me. Him yeah. and Tim Ream. But fair enough if if, if um, Marco Silva keeps but faith in Tede for for now. Yeah. It's a Diop I really like. He's a yeah. He's still young too. Yeah, like he's he still needs plenty of. He needs to weed, weed him into that team. I feel like he's been around forever. Mm, yeah, it's because West Ham bought him <laughs> so young. Yeah. He was supposed yeah. to be a prospect, but he's just been caught by injuries. Um, Dan James on loan. Good signing. Very direct. I'm surprised Leeds let him go, but I guess because so he'd been playing for Leeds week in, week out. It's yeah. weird that he just went, but credit to Leeds, I guess, for being brave enough to let him go. Um, Big outs. On their outs, yeah. Fabio, Fabio Carvalho, Alfie Mawson, John Michael Seri. Um, all these players looks like they signed when they came back up to the Prem last time when they signed fucking 40 players. Joey Bryan. I Bristol, like their outs. Bristol City alumni out on loan to Nice. 
Um, they look, it looks to me like they've, they've let a lot of their championship players go. They have. That's a lot of releasings there as well. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If they're keeping Cavallo and Tammy Abraham, that's... It's Timmy. 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 Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's a Roma. Tammy never played it for him. Timmy oh, Tammy, yeah. <laughs> You're right, mate. It's still early in the morning. Um, Leeds United now, the American takeover of Leeds. Um, they've bought in Aronson from Salzburg, Christensen from Salzburg, Mark Rocker from Bayern, uh, Tyler Adams from Leipzig, Luis Sinestra, and the deadline, the last hour or the last 20 minutes of deadline day, they went out and got Nonto. Wilfred Ganotto. That is a huge... I didn't know they got him. That's a massive It was happened in the deal. last 20 minutes. So the crazy deal of the window was they were signing the bloke from Marseille, Baba Dieng or yeah, something. Yeah, and then he ended up staying. The deal was done and he was on the at the airport about to get on the plane to fly to Leeds for his medical. Nice came in with a bid and he said, oh no, I'd rather stay in France. So then he went straight to Nice to sign for them, failed his medical. So he had to come back to Marseille. Marseille was like, there's nothing wrong with him. So... Try again, and didn't make it for a second medical, and the window closed. So he has to stay at Marseille now. <laughs> what a fuck with! What a fucking! <laughs> and so Leeds had the deal done, and they were ready to wrap him up. And then I think I was watching Fabrizio's live stream, and he said, "Oh my god, Leeds are doing something massive." And then within twenty minutes, they had the deal done with Zurich for Willy Ganado. How the fuck did he know everything? This guy Fabrizio. Fabrizio. All he does is sit there on his phone. Just yeah. people. He's got. Yeah, he's stuff. got. Got the contact. The live so stream. Like how was, does he get everything? Because like, he's so a, accurate. He's a journalist, so yeah. he's in tight with all agents and players. Like he on the live stream, he was talking to Zinchenko because Zinchenko was talking back and forth with him while his transfer was happening to Arsenal. Yeah, because his agents are tight yeah, he's, with Fabrizio. He's pretty high, high yeah. journalist. I think there was a a transfer early in the window where he's announced something. Cucurella. It was the Cucurella deal. No, no, it was. Um, oh. I think he played for Southampton, centre back. Um, anyway, he announced something, and then the player came out and said, "Not even his wife knew about that." Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did see. It. I the, can't. Yeah. yeah, the Japanese centre back. Yeah, yeah. Did you play for Southampton? Yeah, he did. Yeah, well, he yeah. Did two That's big funny. losses with yeah. Phillips and Rafina. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Back to Leeds. So um, <laughs> good signing though. Yeah, they've good good window. The players they've let go. Um, obviously. Calvin Phillips. Rafinha. Rafinha go. Tyler Roberts is at QPR on loan, which is a weird one for me. I thought yeah. he was quite good. Helda Costa out on loan. Jamie Shackleton as well was getting minutes last season. Dan James obviously goes out. It's a it's a bizarre one for Leeds. I mean, it's working for him so far. It's the Jesse, Mar- Jesse Marsh takeover. Jesse. Um, yeah. From a team that did a lot to a team that did very fucking little. Two mm. players in for Leicester City, Alex Smithies and Wout Face. Your mate. Yeah. Who? Alex Smithies. <laughs> what did you call him? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, dead window for them. <laughs> Definitely the worst window of the whole thing. Yeah, and they've shocking. lost so many players. Kasper Michael, Hamza Chowdhury, they let out on loan. Wesley Fafana. And they brought in two players, a centre-back and a goalkeeper. Yeah. They're not good enough. No. They've held... One thing I will say with Leicester is they've mm. held their good players that they wanted to hold. They've yeah. held, they held, got, kept a hold of Madison. They kept a hold of um, Tillemans. And Barnes. And but Barnes. But January. See when, I think when them bids come flying in in January. 
Yeah, of course. We'll see, we'll see how good um, Woot Faze is. From, um, I think he comes from mm. Bologna. Mm, Rens. Was that? Yeah, Rems. Rems. State yeah. of Rems, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how, if he can... I, I, I think they do that pretty well, though, Leicester. Mm. They, they seem to sign sort of players like that and come in and do a job. I think Fafana is not worth £75 million. No. That's, I can't believe that they got that Chelsea's pants down there, good and proper. Uh, Chelsea tax. That's almost yeah. as bad as Maguire for 80. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit window from them. Moving on to Liverpool. Um, Carvalho, Nunez, Mello and Calvin Ramsey in. What was Carvalho, like alone. five mil? Eight. It must have been free add-on. So eight in total. Fuck, whoa. That's unbelievable. That is. That's a good signing. It's a great 19, though, I just turned 20 this week. Shadowed by the fact Nunez was a bad one. <laughs> well, we don't know yet. We'll see, yeah. He's played one or two games. Yeah. Off fee, though. Yeah, yeah, fee was massive. Well, we've only spent like nine mil this case yeah. for window. So we've done good business. Um, outgoings, you've got a lot. Obviously, Origi, um, Carriers. finally. Fucking hell. <laughs> ben Woodburn released. Uh, Sadio Mane was a big one. Uh, Minamino, what a shit transfer that was. Woodburn was um, promising, but he's just never kicked off. Yeah, game. never got... I don't think he really got the chance Same to... Same with Connor Bradley. Explode. He's, he's only gone online, which is good. Um, Nico Williams. Oh, Peter Lugo. Ben Davies on a permanent to Rangers. That was another weird signing. Set Vandenberg out on loan. Yeah. Leighton Clarkson too. It's good because all of our really promising under-18s... I've just gone online. Like, they're yeah. still in the club, so I'm happy Paul with Gasoy. that. Like, Bradley, uh, Pitaluga. We've also got um, Leighton Clarkson as well. Yeah. So I'm glad Owen Beck. So I've all really good youth are still in the club, which is Paul good Gasoy's to see. still at, at Tremere as well. That's good. Still, still close. I'm interested to see how Arthur goes. I think, because I think we need the midfielder so desperately. And just to get that in the last day is good, but it's just interesting to see. Because I know we're going all out for Bellingham next season. That's why we didn't want to make a signing. Mm. So I think getting a loan for a midfielder was a good option just it's a good to bit. get us free to yeah, get it's Bellingham. It's a good bit of loan business. I'm, I'm not convinced on Arthur, but I, I want to see him in this Liverpool setup. See if yeah, I'm interested. A bit more. Yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't think he's... Plus, we're only paying like 50 grand a week of his wages too. Yeah, that's I'm pretty decent good. decent there. So. It's good on that front. Yeah, I don't think getting them, we're not losing anything, so... It's rather uh, keep us the same or get us better, but I don't think you're gaining much with him. Personally, <laughs> I think I thought I thought you would have gone more for a holder than sort of a ball player like Arthur. Like he's not really not a holder. He's not going to play the Fabinho. Yeah, but role. that's our problem. We have holders, and that's why we lack creativity. Have, I thought you only holder was Fabinho. Yeah, but then we have Henderson, and we have Milner, and then we have players like that who are not creative enough and that's what's causing the problem for us like we have players like Milner that try and be creative but it's not at that level weren't you saying though that you just don't like Henderson or Milner well, holding I prefer not to prefer not to uh, when Fabinho is available it seems very strange to not play him mm. like what yeah. we saying about the United game but if you're playing Hendo CDM if you have to then you've got to play Milner as well like I'd rather have a player like Arthur yeah, in the okay. squad like I don't want another holding midfielder in the team. Like, yeah, okay. No chance. Eventually, like, I'd love a number, like a box-to-box player. That's why I think Bellingham will be perfect if we get him. Um, 
But yeah, I think that's why we try to get too too many as well. So do, I do believe Klopp does want a young CDM eventually, just to help with the Fabinho situation if he's ever I'm injured. Not that though, is that? No, I think Chimeni was kind of the standout. The Fucking yeah, Lavia. Yeah, <laughs> Lavia. I, I love him. Someone will snap him up in a couple more seasons. Yeah. Um, City Liverpool win the window. Team. Possibly the big. Big winners of the window. Kanji was signing 17 mil. Yeah. Oh, that Lavia yeah, was at yeah. City. Yeah. I did not know He was a youth player. Yeah. Didn't touch the first team, I don't think. But yeah, um, obviously the big one, Calvin Phillips. <laughs> um, Harland in. <laughs> Thanks for the laugh, boys. Uh, Ortega, <laughs> Sergio Gomez and a Kanji. Um, big names going out the door. Where's um, Alvarez? Was he already there? Yeah, he's, they signed him in January. Yeah. Oh, and, then and he went back, back on loan to River Plate. Makes sense. Um out was Fernandinho, Fernandinho Gavin Bazunu, um, Jesus, Lavia, Raheem, Zach Stefan out on loans, Inchenko, um, the young Brazilian they signed, Keiki, um, Liam Delap back to Stoke on loan. That's a bit of football heritage there. Um, and a dozy to Southampton on the permanent. So a lot of youth out the door for City. Um I think, yeah, in my opinion, they've won the window yeah. in the Prem. Well, they've won it because they signed the big Norwegian bastard of Erling Haaland. No, no, not. I think all no, round. They've they've definitely <laughs> they've definitely filled in other areas too. But Haaland is so. We massive spoke about him big time in the um, first episode. How they've left themselves light with this with, and I remember you saying, Jackie, that centre back was an issue for you. Yeah, if they didn't you sign a kanji, that yeah. I think that's a shocking window. And left back. And well, I'm not shocking, but yeah. it's not gr- it's not great. Yeah. So I remember Jake saying Gomez in that kanji. first first episode though, yeah. Pep won't leave himself light. Like Pep will get someone in. Well and fucking lucky. Last last day he gets in a kanji and Sergio Gomez in I think a week before the window shut. Oh it's a couple of weeks. Yeah. Which is Still which is signing. a really good signing as well. And he's not overpaid for either of them. Like yeah. Fifteen million pound for a Kanji's unreal. Decent. Sergio Decent Gomez for eleven. Very good. It's a weird one from Dortmund to let him go, to be honest. But they Who? did just bring Kanji. in Yeah, they did just bring in two centre backs this yeah, year. Yeah. So they lost Zagadu on a free as well. Did they? Yeah, he's he's a free agent. Yeah. I seen a thing. I'll take him at United. Yeah. Six foot five brick ass of a centre back. And we haven't seen much of Kelvin Phillips yet, but he'll get his time. Yeah. Again, definitely West Eleven's playing at the minute. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the better side of Manchester now. <laughs> um, our ins are Malassia, Ericsson on a free, Martinez, Casemiro, um, Anthony and Dubravka on loan. Plenty of Go money spent. It. Fucking He's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. He still um, glazes out. Or? Yes. Yeah. Look, <laughs> just because just we window. spend money doesn't mean it's, it's the right thing to do. I think Anthony's a good signing. Bad. We spent too much. Casemiro's a good signing. We spent too much. I think yeah. the only good deals we got is Ericsson on a free and Malassia for under 20 mil, 12, whatever yeah, it is. Like Dubravka on loan, again, is great. I don't know good how signing. much of his wages we're paying, but the big signings we've made, we definitely overpaid for. Yeah, like Anthony, holy shit. <laughs> but that's because that's because we had to wrestle it from Ajax's grip because they didn't want to sell him. The coach because yeah, we're sell fucking him. idiots. Yeah, that's he why. just wanted to come we, and we waited till the last fucking week of the window to try and sign him. Even though in June Ten Hag told United that he wanted Anthony. Yeah, and we could have got him for forty or fifty million. 
So it's done. just bad. It's bad business. We chased De Jong all window. He mugs us off. We get in Casemiro, which is an unreal signing, but to sign a 30-year-old for £70 million. Even though he might be one of the best CDMs in, I think he'll be a, in the world. I think he'll be an unreal signing. Yeah. But it's just dumb. I and think something that's not in this list that I want to mention, we brought in Tom Hoddleston too. As a coach. As a coach, but he's also playing in the fucking under-21s. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just mugging the young lads off. Like, he plays alongside trialists and that, and he's just mugging them off with, like, semi-professional players. So, shout out to you, Tom Hoddleston. And things got chucked on, like, 220k a week as well. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, fucking one for the future, you hope. Yeah, it's just um, you and I are just the spending. It's just yeah, with dickheads. Fucking glazes out, you little rats. <laughs> out, outgoings. Um, outgoings are massive. We lose Cavani on a free, Mata, Pogba, Lingard, um, Lee Grant, Nemanja Matic we sold, Not uh, Dean Henderson's to Nottingham on a loan, Dylan Levitt we sold to Dundee, um, Andreas Pereira we've sold to... Um, Tellez to Sevilla, Ethan Laird out on loan, Hannibal out on loan, Ahmad out on loan, Jimmy Garner we sold, Tahith Chong we sold. Um, yeah, a lot of our young boys going out and getting minutes, but a it's lot of them we're starting to see offloaded. I wasn't super happy with the outgoings. I knew, like nah. We needed a lot going, which we did get, but you look at what we got in return, money-wise. <laughs> you know what... There's so many players we could have sold, like Dean Henderson, for example. Sell him for twenty million to to Nottingham. He's not going to come back and be a first team keeper for us. No. It's not going to happen. Sell him to Nottingham for twenty million pound. Hey, so why would you course. loan him out and then loaning Dubravka? Because we're dummies. Yeah. Of no, it's, it's well, Dean it's Henderson because don't yeah. want to be there. Dean Henderson yeah. doesn't want to be there, and he's also a rat in the dressing room. I yeah. think he's, he's on a big sold. contract still. Yeah. So for any team to take him. This window, we'd have made a big loss because he hasn't played in the last year. Whereas sending him out on loan, people are going to see him and be like, oh, he's actually decent. So we might get a Newcastle or a Nottingham or someone come in and pay more than we would have this window. This is, But that's how we go in the transfer window. We always think about the, that players being valuable in the future, yeah. which is the worst way to go about it because then you get... Like, if it doesn't work out, you lose them all on freeze, which is, as you can see there, We've lost fucking very evident. Cavani, Mata, Pogba, Lingard. Yeah, you could have got like 80 mil for Pogba like a season or two ago. Well, Matic. Jesse Lingard. Like West Ham would have paid 50 and 60. And Newcastle would have paid 60 in the last window. And we fucking shat the bed. Yep. And Towers. So why not sell Towers? You know, loan him yeah. to Sevilla. What's the point of that? <laughs> I don't. I so, <laughs> sell him. Eric, buy but this is Long. why we're fucking glazers out because they don't have any fucking idea what they're yeah. doing. They just want to spend money and take fucking... Is that the name of this podcast? Glazers yeah. out? Fuck the glazers. <laughs> Get out of my club, and you fucking Before anyone dickhead. says, how can you be glazers out when they spend money? It's not their money. Yeah, It's the yeah. money the club generates yeah. and they ruin it. We are the biggest marketing club in the world. Yeah. We make money off shirts. We make money off tickets. You make money off fucking pencil cases that have Manchester on. Like, the dragon t shirts. Like, in between his movie, pay to say, like, oh, Manchester. Like, yeah. they don't say, oh, Liverpool. No, it's fucking Manchester, yeah. mate. We're massive. And because of that, these dumb fuck glazers have owned our club and take our money and, and then give it back to us like we're fucking. Little Oliver Twist with our little bowl, like, please, can we have some sign-ins? And they're the Not only the fuck off at my club, you fucking rat. Only owners yeah, to take dividends too. Actually, we're changing the podcast to Glazers in. 
Fuck <laughs> we fuck love you, Glazers. <laughs> we do. Fuck the Glazers. Aren't, aren't you FSG out? Hey? Aren't you FSG out? Yeah. Clown. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, moving on to Newcastle, Newcastle United. Um, a few big players for them. Nick Pope in from Burnley. Matt Target making that deal permanent. Sven Botman and Alexander Izak in the last week of the windows or has he come in and made an immediate impact for them. Good signings, obviously not setting the world alight just yet, but good signings to keep them moving on upwards. Yeah, they got really good players. Yeah. Like not good in terms of quality, I mean like good in terms of business for yeah. Newcastle. Isaac Hayden out on loan, Freddie Woodman out, uh, Jeff Hendrick out on loan, Kieran Clark out Dwight on loan, Gale. Dwight Gale finally leaving the club, the Bravka out on loan, Maddie Longstaff out on loan. Yeah. Definitely clearing the good dead window. wood in that team. Good window from Newcastle, I mm, think. Just I think enough it, to keep them ticking. Everyone expected them to just fucking go out and just buy. Yeah. And um, I think they've, they've held their own well. The only big, real big signing they made was Isaac yeah. money. Well, Botman club, for 35 is a very good deal. Club record transfer for Isaac. Yeah. But he's quality mm. and he's young. So yeah, he's going to be massive. Makes sense. The only thing I would say about Newcastle is, uh, we, we spoke about it before, their bench sucks. Yeah. You know, Eddie Howe has not a lot to work. You've seen it with the Liverpool game. Like, yeah. they can't close out results because of their bench. They can't bring anyone on to change it. Yeah, and I think they need to, they need to bring in some good young talent that isn't going to cost them yeah. an arm and a leg just to excite and come off the bench and, and sort of do stuff. I think their summer window next year is going to be massive Big, for them. Yeah. I think it's going to be very telling. Um, next Nottingham, the 50-man yeah. squad. Let's get the fucking not, notepad out for this one. Um yeah. Yeah, and Dean Henderson, we'll just go through the notable ones. Dean Henderson in on loan, um, Omar Richards from Bayern, Nico Williams from Liverpool, Wayne Hennessy is another backup goalkeeper, Jesse Alon, Lingard on a free, Emmanuel Dennis from Watford, Kiate on a free, Froiler from Atlanta, Morgan Gibbs-White, um, Hanan Lodi on loan from Atletico. It's a good sign. Willie Bolly in, um... Yeah, one of their fucking 21 incoming transfers on the released or gone list. Oh, my God, it's massive. There's no one really like... Yeah, it's all their championship fringe players. Uh, Lewis Graben was obviously massive for them in the championship the last few seasons. Carl Jenkinson. Carl he, Jenkinson. Yeah, he's in, I think, is it Sydney? Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Joe Lolly. Joe Lolly. He's went to Sydney too. Yeah, there you go. Was Carl Jenkins? Oh, no, he just got released, so he's on the free. Yeah, so you're clearing the deadwood, bringing in 21 players, so a whole starting 11 and bench and subs. They've done a FIFA career mode. They've, yeah. <laughs> they've they've, they've had a financial takeover <laughs> when they've moved up yeah. to the fucking prem and just sacked the squad. Interesting to see how they go. Mm. A couple others that um, I don't think you mentioned was Lewis O'Brien and Harry Tafalo who I think are going to be big starters. That mm. Huddersfield was the team they battled in the um, playoffs, I yeah. think the playoffs final, and those were their two best players. Yeah. So grabbing them is good. Huddersfield too. were very lucky to not come up to the Prem last year as well. So yeah. shout outs to them. Um, Southampton now, again, done a FIFA career mode and just gone for youth prospect Nathan players. Miles. Ainsley Mayton and Nile getting that done. Deadline day on loan. Um, Bazunu from eh? City. I don't know they chat. Call out a car. Lavia, Joe Rebo, Mara, Edozi from Man City, um, and 
Duje Kaleta Kart from Marseille. Yeah, I didn't know that. As a centre back, that was a deadline day centre back signing. What a fucking signing he is. He's marvellous. Well, they probably to cover Bednarak leaving on loan. Yeah, they got to fill that gap in. Um, a good, good window from Southampton. Definitely yeah, I rate re- it. Revival of that team. Um, their outgoings. Um, Fraser Forster, notably the number one gone. Shane Long leaving the club. Um, Ariel Romeo leaving the club. Nathan Teller. Yeah. In a late signing. Jack, Jack Stevens. Stevens. That's massive. Jan, Jan Valerie as well. Um, I think uh, Southampton might have got bargain in the window with Bellacotch up. Nine million pounds for, for a, for a centre-back. Who's as class as he is. That's, you know, we've seen Wesley Fofana go for 75 million pounds. Yeah. To Jesus get him Christ. in it for nine. The juxtaposition of those two signings. Yeah. And he's significantly younger than Fofana. Yeah. And he looks like a beast. So Slides in um, second after Cavalier for eight. <laughs> That's a good shout, actually. Decent. Good um, shout. Tottenham Hotspur, who, when we first started the pod the first few weeks, we were saying have had the window of the... The best window so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really kick on from there. They made a few big signings and then stopped. Yeah. So they bought in Perisic and Forster on a free. Um, Bissouma, Richarlison, Clement Longley on loan. Um, Jed Spence, they finally got him from Middlesbrough. Destiny Udogi from Udinese. That's, that's a, a good, good signing. Good signing. Um, Romero, they made permanent as well. They've done good with their releases. Yeah. They've let some... It's fucking a shitload of players go. Mm. Sergio Regulon, Harry Winks, and Indombele are probably their main standouts yeah. from goal. Stephen, Stephen Bergwijn, um, Jack Clark has gone back to Sunderland. On Giovanni Lacelso, Carter Vickers to Celtic. Yeah, and Dombele out online. Yeah, Harry Winks getting rid of all them little plebs that sat on the bench for him. Harry Winks. Why would he go there? Because nowhere else wanted him. <laughs> Basically, yeah. just go play ball. Yeah, um, Sampdoria is a great place. Great fans. Go out in Italy, have some lunch. You know, treat yourself. <laughs> have some coffee in there. Yeah. Yeah. Treat yourself. It's all right. Way to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, West Ham United, a very underrated window from them. Um, made Ariola a permanent deal. Obviously, my boy Skamaka, um, Maxwell Corne from Burnley, Algird from Rennes, um, Tilo Kera, who unfortunately. Made his date was it his debut where he scored, scored own the own goal. goal. Yeah, it's a tough one. Poor Which lad. Paqueta. Paqueta's huge. Emerson from Chelsea. Yeah, good bit of depth they've signed. I don't mind their window to be honest. It's decent, and is the players it, are let go. Uh, injured is he? Yeah, yeah, right. He was injured like after the first week they signed him. Yeah, um, the players they let go. Obviously, Ryan Gosh. Fredericks, Mark Noble, what Yarmolenko. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's a wacky job. Mazowaku on loan. He should be my Korean mode left back. <laughs> Nikola Vlasic, obviously a transfer that didn't quite work out for them last year. He's gone out on loan to Torino. Um, yeah, a good window. Covered all their bases. I think they've upgraded definitely on the positions they've let go. On to Wolves. Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, they actually signed somebody who's not Portuguese. Sasa Kaladijic. Nathan Collins. Nathan Collins, Collins yeah. Um, Alfie Pond. Kaladzic. Is yeah. that who you're talking about? Yeah. You trying to pronounce? Yeah, the Stuttgart <laughs> striker. The six foot seven giant. Yeah, fucking monster. Got to appreciate it. Um, see him versus 
Martinez. Yeah, it's going to be good. Win lots of headers, mate. 85% of area draws <laughs> in the Premier League so far this season. Just eat his knees. Yeah, keep talking. <laughs> um, the players that have left the Wolves is what's weird for me. Obviously, Connor Cody's gone out on loan. Marcel. Yeah, Marcel released. John Rudy. Or Rudy. Roman Saiz released. Um, They've lost some good heads. Fabio Silva out on loan. Morgan Gibbs-White obviously let go Catrone. permanently. Catrone let go permanently. Willie Bolly. Bolly. And then Donka, all permanent deals. They're mainstays of that Wolves team the last few years. Mm. Um, and even coming up from the championship. So. Yeah, like Connor Cody had a, like a crazy um, minutes played yeah. record. Yeah. And, yeah. and obviously captain. Yeah, to yeah. L- and to let him go out and loan. It's, we've said it before, it's such a bizarre one. Yeah, it's it so is. So bizarre. They're going full Portuguese with it, though. Yeah. They really are. <laughs> Portuguese manager, full Portuguese club. Yeah, I think Kylie probably just got the offer, like everything calling, and he's probably like, he just wants to move home. Like, oh, fuck it. I mean, he was a lifelong Liverpool fan, so I don't, it's fucking bizarre that he's gone to any yeah, places. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but yeah. <laughs> he probably just wants to be back with his family. Um, yeah, so that's all the transfers in the Premier League. Um, we might, in the coming weeks, touch on the other big clubs around the world, the Madrid's, the Barcelona's, the Bayern Munich's, all had, Good windows, but we'll do that as a Maybe next week or something. At yeah. the risk of making this episode four hours long, we yeah. <laughs> get into our predictions. Our predictions for the next two weeks we'll do to catch up. So starting off game week six starts this evening for us. Everton versus Liverpool at Goodison Park. Um, rattling through them. Uh, unsurprisingly, Scousey and Jackie, you've both backed it 4 0 Liverpool. Um, Benny, you've said 2 0 Liverpool. I've said 3 1. You accidentally put it the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's very cut and dry, as we said. Uh, what did you say? 2 0. Oh. And I said 3 1. Yeah, I think yeah. Everton is shit house. Yeah, you go for it, mate. So next game is Brentford Leeds. Uh, we've got Scouse got a two one Brentford. I've got a two all. Uh, Benny's got a one all, and Cal has it one nil to Leeds. What are you saying there? Yeah, tough week that one. It's it's a tough game that. Yeah, could really go anywhere, and we've yeah. got yeah. predictions all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next game is Newcastle Palace. Could be another tough one. Um, we've also got a predictions all over the place, but we've got three one for Scouse. To Newcastle, I've also got a three-one Newcastle. Uh, Benny's got a one-nil Palace, and Cal's got a two-all. Yeah, I think it's one of those games. They're both hot and form at the minute. Yeah. Uh, next game, Nottingham Forest versus Bournemouth. Uh, Scouts got a two-nil Forest. I've got a two-nil Forest. Did you just copy mine? <laughs> yeah, you copied me. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally um, basically have the same picks for almost every game. Holy yeah. fuck, we do too. <laughs> <laughs> Great um, minds think alike, man. That's it. Um, <laughs> one nil Forest for Ben and two one Bournemouth for Cal. Yeah, Oof. obviously I picked this before. Oh, I think I picked it before the nine nil. Um, what? No, I would have picked it last Three night. Three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah no, I am did a bit of a bounce. I, I also just don't rate Nottingham that much. I think there's a lot of gelling to be done there. Next game, Tottenham versus Fulham. Um, again, with Fulham sort of being strong, resilient, it could be could be interesting game. But again, me and Scouse both have a 3-1 to Tottenham. Um, Benny's got a 1-0 Fulham and 
Cal also has a 3 1. have a 3 1. Look at the boys. The ball knowledge. I can't believe you picked Fulham over Tottenham here. What's your, what's your thought process? I really know. wants to wear that Liverpool yeah. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> You're letting the I boys down. I don't know. I just I haven't been super impressed with Tottenham and Fulham are so hard to play at the moment. So. Yeah, fair enough. Fair it sure. is at Tottenham, this game. So it would be quite the upset. Mm. And if you get it right, big metro, three big points metro to score. Another London derby as well. Mm. So many of them in the Prem this season. Yeah, there mm. is. So next game, Wolves versus Southampton. <laughs> Again, me and Scouse have it the same. 1-0 <laughs> Wolves. <laughs> get off each other, you freaking yeah. nerd. Um, Benny's got a 2-0 Wolves. Oh, I can change that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they won't score two goals. Um, and Carlos at one all, which I think is probably the I think the Southampton will win that. Surely we've got the next one the same. Uh, no, you no, don't. No, we don't. don't. You don't. So the next game is Villa City. Um, I've, uh, Scouse has a 3-1. I've got it 2-1, both to City. Uh, Benny's got a 4-1 to City and Carl 5-0 to City. I think they just can't the end of Stephen Jarrett. Tear them apart, yeah. I mean, if it is five 0 I think, yeah, he's got Could to go. Play. I, I don't yeah. know if he loses in any way, it's going to be hard. I think if it's close, it, I it, can't it see gives it being a, a two-one though. A bad. I think if it's close, Villa fans will be happy. <laughs> like if, if they're losing, like one nil, two one, even three one. Depends on the manner in which it happens. If it's a two-one, yeah. but City have thirty-six. Shots and twenty of them were on target. Can we see Harlan getting a hat trick of hat tricks. Yes, I, I can see it. Nice. It's fucking mental. Well, we get three oh, in a row. Three yeah, hat tricks in, in a row. row. Yeah, I can see it. Not the one game. But <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, not. I can see him scoring nine. I can, what like, in a game? Uh, no, at some point in the season, yeah, I reckon that he could just have a field okay. day if he plays game. a full ninety. Well, <laughs> the thing about Liverpool scoring nine goals against Bournemouth is. It could happen any week, really, with the amount of chances they have. It's mm. just, it's just a matter of fact. If if he gets, if he gets another hat trick, I might have to buy a Harlan shirt. Eh? Ugh, a oh. Norwegian one, though, surely. Yeah, oh, I was going to say fucking hell. What the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> <laughs> Norwegian one, surely. Uh, next game, Brighton versus Leicester. <laughs> so Scouse has it two one to Brighton. I've also got it two one to Brighton. Who are they versing? Oh. Sorry, Brighton Leicester. Okay. Yeah. Why um, are you two in love with each other? <laughs> Love birds much. <laughs> uh, Benny's got it one nil Brighton, and Cal has it one all. Yeah, I predicted a very low scoring week this week, bar the yeah, city yeah. game. Uh, next game, Chelsea West Ham could be another tough one. Could get anyway. Um, uh, Scouse has it two all. I've got it three two to Chelsea. Benny's got it nil all. Cal's got it one nil. Uh, two one to West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, I see West Ham pushing on. They did well against Tottenham, who are mm. pretty mentally steadfast. I think Chelsea are in the bin. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a two-all draw. I reckon, yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 Thanks for that tactical. <laughs> God. I finished my speech. This is what happens when the pod gets yeah, to two, two and a half hours. We yeah. just fucking fall apart. I'll take Everyone was just looking at me expecting something. <laughs> just to say something. Like, I don't know what to say. Expecting something deep and meaningful. Uh, Should I just make something up? <laughs> uh, uh, next game, United, Man United versus Arsenal. Again, me and Scouts have it 2-0. Same scoreline to Arsenal. Um, is that Benny's got it nil or? Yep. Cal's got it 1-0 to, to Man United. United. 
Go on, Cal. I got to back the boys. I did it against Liverpool. I'll do it again. I mean, can't not. No, don't worry. Continue. So that's that rounds out that game week. Five, yeah. So now we've got next round. We've got Fulham versus Chelsea first. Oh god, I don't want to say it again. <laughs> Me and Scar have oh the same score. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, nerds. <laughs> oh fuck me. At least it's the only one this time. So three. <laughs> Three one for me and Scouse in favour of Chelsea. Uh, Benny's got it one all. Cal's got it two one to Fulham. Over Chelsea. Yeah, I'm going full mental mode. Mm. I wonder how long Fulham are going to keep up this. Yeah, form though. That's me only purely because it's at Craven Cottage as well. Yeah, right. True. True. We'll you could be on there. We'll see if Aubameyang comes far, and we'll see if Zachariah fixes that midfield. Obviously, this was before. Well, no, yeah. it wasn't. I just fancy it. Do what I want, mate. Right. Just predicting two, one, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it happen. <laughs> I want to see Fulham beat Chelsea. Uh, moving on, Bournemouth versus Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, look at me like, yeah, keep going. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I think, I think. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, moving on, Bournemouth, so, Brighton. Um, Scouse has it three one, uh, three nil. I've got it two one, both in favour of Brighton. Benny's got it two nil to Brighton. Cal's got it one nil to Brighton. Is that over Bournemouth? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Leicester Villa. Scouse has it two all. I've got it two one to Villa. Benny's got it one all. Uh, Cal has it two one to Leicester. Yeah, again, that's going to be again. A, it could be a very tough game. It's a very tough. Both team needs a win. Yeah. The manager could be gone by yeah, so If anything That's the sacking game Not the silly one If Villa lose mm. I don't I think if you're the Villa board I feel like you're giving uh, Stevie G That game At least At yeah. least if, if I'm the Villa board And we get pumped by City I get Stevie G Out the door Someone else in Yeah Because that's like the game To bounce back against Because that's the game Where you can get points Yeah And Leicester aren't very good At the moment but again, well, you, like, keep, you keep Stevie G in after getting battered by City. The confidence is down. Morale's down. That's if they get battered by City. Like, it could now. be like a 3 1. Like a 5 0 is a battering, but 3 1's not too bad. Depends again on the nature of the 3 1. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's it could be similar to the Bournemouth thing where like, it's not your game to win. If you're Villa, your, your game is not to beat City. In my opinion, it, that your game is against Leicester, who are in and around you. Says they're under-equipped or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on again. Liverpool versus Wolves. Scouse has it four-one to Liverpool. Uh, I've got it two-nil Liverpool. Benny has it one-nil Liverpool, and Cal has it three-nil Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I was going to back a draw for this, and I was like, I'm already, I've already lost so many points. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop backing like what my heart. Stop with your heart. Just start yeah. doing the uh, the favourites. <laughs> Smart <laughs> options. Yeah. Uh, moving on again, Southampton versus Brentford. Scouse has it 2-1, Brentford. I've got it 1-0. Benny has it 1-0, Southampton. Cal has it 1-0 also. Yeah, I reckon Brentford might be able to get this one. Yeah, yeah I'm seeing... Um, I'm getting visions come to my head right now. On the <laughs> 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 no, I just reckon, yeah, I like Brentford, I don't know. So every now and then they can pull off a performance. So I think the same as Southampton. Yeah. Moving on again, game. we've got City versus Tottenham, which could be a massive game. Could massive, be a massive, massive game. game. 
or it could just be City running away with it again. Yeah. Um, Scouse has it 3-1 City. I've got it 2-all. Benny has it 2-1 City. Cal has it 3-2 City. I see goals. Goals, goals, goals. If, it, goals, if goals. Conte wasn't at the helm, I would say it could be a City absolute walkover. Yeah. Mm. But They're defensively solid enough. But I mean, obviously I've said City scored two goals, but that, like Tottenham is still defensively solid. You're still playing against yeah. a mental attack. Like, yeah. Mm. Like Dyer's going to get bullied. Yeah. I hate to see what's going to happen to him. Um, next game, Arsenal versus Everton. We've all got these scores in favour of Arsenal. So 2-0 Scouse, 1-0 for myself, 3-0 Benny, 4-1 Cal. Again, all in favour of Arsenal. Murder on yeah. Arsenal's dance floor. Um, <laughs> next game, West Ham, Newcastle. Uh, Scouse has it 2 wall. I've got it 3-1 Newcastle. Benny has it 1-0 West Ham and Cal has a two-one Newcastle. Yeah, mm. I could have flipped that score either way. Yeah. It's just I like Newcastle more at the minute. Yeah. Next game, Palace first Man United. Again, this could probably go either way as well. But we've all oh no, you've got all. I'll go through them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've got a uh, Scas has a two-one Palace. I've got a three. No, sorry. No. Yeah, let me start. Let me start again. Scas has a two-one to Man United. I've got a 3 2 to Man United. Benny has it 2 0 to Man United. And Cal has it 1 all. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've seen that and I thought you were fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, the week after the Arsenal game, like, it's going to be a shift to get a result in the Arsenal game. And Palace, look. Do we have Europa League next week? Yeah, we have well. Napoli coming yeah, up. Yeah, I, yes. I think next week we got midweek as well. Yeah, I yeah. knew that. Like, <laughs> Stroke a genius from yeah, you. Yeah, you know me, mate. The foresight. And yeah. I just, no, I didn't even look into that, to be honest. I just... Yeah, pretty sure I, champs and... Yeah, right. we see got us. Champions League Thursday. And usually love a Friday. Yeah. Yeah, and we got to fucking go to... Middle of somewhere terrible. <laughs> the last game of the round, while you're searching for that, is uh, Leeds versus Forest. Could be another game here where... Could go anyway. Um, but Scouse has it one all. I've got it two all. Ben's got it one all, and Cal has it two nil to Leeds. Yeah, so mm. that wraps really up predictions. Right. You're really not a Forest fan, are you, Cal? I just don't rate them. <laughs> uh, I don't rate signing 21 players in a window either. I think it's so mm. dismissive to the players that got you there and yeah. to the whole feeling around the club. But yeah, Europa League does start after Arsenal. We play Sociedad at home. Not a good start to our Europa League campaign. No, I can see us doing well. Be a good game to integrate the new boys. We Anthony. played them on the Friday and then um, Palace on Monday. Mm. And then Sheriff. The week after. <laughs> Sheriff. <laughs> they beat Real Madrid last season. They did. They did. The Romanian team, I believe they are. Damn. So there we go. That's the podcast. That's the pod wrapped up mm. at the two-hour forty mark. Um, Nice quick one for you. So yeah, yeah, we didn't want to, you know, drag it out too long yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always going to be a big one with fucking 20 games to recap yeah. and 20 games to predict. So, and the just trying to catch up in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let us I think know. We've your done thoughts. well, to be honest. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Um, share us yeah. around. Let, get the boys out there. Yeah. Thanks mm. for, thanks thanks for, for tuning in. Right. Cheers for tuning in. Um, yeah, I think any topics as well you want us to cover. Yeah. Swinging our way, we're open to um, open to what we talk about. Just keep a football related, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
Beautiful. Yep. See you, boys. See, See you, lads.